everyone, welcome into the Sport Coding Show, episode 142. Here we have a live conversation with myself, Paris, from the NBA Trading Card New Zealand group, and the boys from across the ditch from the You Can't Comp This NBA Trading Card podcast, Adam, Amy, and Russell Gibson. So yeah, here's our live chat from during the week. Cheers. Everyone's Sorry. happy. Everyone is happy. Great. Happy is good. Yes, it's been a while. How's things going, Russ? Yeah. We're all very well on our end, and I think in terms of the, the podcast growth, it's been, I think it's going really well, you know, and so we, it's really hard to sort of measure success sometimes, because when you look at your numbers, you think, oh, you know, it could be this, or and you hear other people, you know, doing this and that, but um, it's also about expectation too, you know, so we... We read something that said um, most people that are self-funded don't get past 20 episodes. So we're up to 100 and 108 or 109. So you know what I mean? Like you take those small wins. And then I was reading something the other day that said, if you have 10,000 downloads, you're in the top 50% of all podcasts. Nice. Um, and we just clicked over 22,000, something like that. Oh, congrats, man. Yeah, so cool. do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's all sort of, it's all relative, isn't it? And then probably the other big thing, and this is a little bit of a plug at the same time too, we, uh, we've been asked to speak at the Hobby Hangout. So um, we'll be live podcasting from that, and that is on the 19th of November. So if you are in Melbourne, come down to the Melbourne Pavilion and, you know, obviously come and say hi to us, but it's a very well-oiled well-organized machine now and the gentleman is andrew payne who sorry matthew payne who organizes it and his background is organizing like the big pokemon event so essentially he's taken that previous experience and he's crossed it over to to cards and yeah they've been going really well and he, he takes it all over australia too so it's not just like a melbourne show it's you know sydney and they go up to brisbane i think they've been to tasmania too so oh nice yeah any rough ideas on numbers that come through the doors there? Look, I'm not sure, but I know the last couple have sold out. So if you, you know, if you don't get a ticket, you can't just go to the door and pick one up. That's I would a good probably, sign. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably say in general, though, you know, if this one doesn't sell out, I wouldn't be shocked because they're they're getting bigger and bigger spaces each time, and probably things in the economy do seem like they've slowed down just a little bit. So do you know what I mean, like? Yeah. Let's just say this one doesn't sell out. I don't think that means, you know, it's not a success. It's just that they've got a bigger venue and, you know, you know what the economy's like. I'm guessing yours is probably about the same as what we're doing at the moment. It's all pretty slow at the moment. So yeah. definitely slow. Definitely slow. Yeah. It's been a slow year, I think, overall in the card world. But, you know, things are just around the corner. I think might spice things up. The old fanatics and, you know, new new set of cards to come out for the upcoming season and the season two weeks away. So. Yeah, look, that could be something that's impacting people's slow spending is that maybe they're, they're holding out fanatics to come on board. And I, I don't think that's probably the case. I think it is like a financial thing. Like fast, it's the interest yeah. rate. That's what's really squeezing people. But probably, so this is a bit of a leading uh, question, actually, and I would like to chat to you guys about this. I, I think people have been forced to look for other ways to enjoy the hobby other than just buying into breaks or buying singles. So where do you guys think people have taken other opportunities or where have yourselves, have you taken other opportunities inside the hobby to enjoy it? Paris? 
Um, Chris, well, not, to be honest, nothing's really changed for me. Yeah, I sure. Think. Yeah. Um, I same same old thing, battling to find things to buy. So I've been buying a few more Brandon Clarks and a few more sort of local bits and bobs that sort of pop up. But I would say there's probably more newer people joining the group and getting rid of maybe the cards that they picked up in the COVID era or, you know, mm. just aren't necessarily in it for the long haul, maybe just dip the toes in, thinking they were going to make make a million with Zion or, for, uh, I don't know, something, right? Yeah. And I think those people were kind of shaking out a little bit. I mean, I think probably the thing that will keep us going is the season's not too far around the corner. So oh, I think... Pre-season's kicked off yeah. and that's been been really cool so far actually hopefully people will yeah. just get a bit more back into the game itself you know and just being a fan of the game and you know i think that will help drive um you know a bit more interaction in the in the um group in our group i mean i think the the, the most popular post i think that i've done in ages was just I, I do them sort of periodically just asking you know what people do for jobs and you know what everyone does and other things that they collect and you know you just start one of those and pretty soon you got 100 200 comments of people just telling everyone about themselves and what they're into and you know and, and, and it's cool because it just comes back to the the core part of a community that people are interested in everyone else in it and um you know we, we're here regardless yeah building a community yeah for me probably um definitely my buying has slowed down as it has over the last couple of years but what i've sort of liked doing is going back and sort of organizing my massive collection a bit more you know so it's yeah. like people aren't bothering to sell detroit cards anymore is it yeah yeah so <laughs> i've been selling selling quite a few um on the facebook group also going back to sports card trade day that uh tim organized the last couple of times so sold a few cards there too and traded a few too yeah it's nice so yeah it's just cool to go back through the collection sort of thin it down a little bit more you know you know it's even with my pistons collection just go okay do i need five autos of this guy now let's slim it down to two or three that you like and and then are you, that. Yeah. are you trading up in that incident so you're trading say four of those and you're picking up like one really nice one is that your sort yeah of plan or? slowly yeah. doing it you know yeah. I'm, I'm a very patient clip so i don't need to rush out and finish a set two weeks of that set coming out you know it might take me years for something some but i've heaps of like heaps to half unfinished sets so to me it's just i don't think i'm i'll changed Maybe he changed his ISP. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's back. He's back. Oh, it's dropped out. Yeah. What's going on? You're back, mate. The last thing we heard you say was change. Yeah, I don't know if I've changed. Yeah, you haven't changed Never. too much, really. Yeah. It, you know, it's, I don't sort of go by the current trends. I just do my own thing, you know, so... Yeah, but enjoy it. Just go through the keep going through the collection, and yeah. Well, we haven't really had releases coming out either for exactly, for a bit. Yeah. So you know, we're in a bit of a dry period, and most of the news about releases has been bad with tops and just them doing dumb stuff. So I mean, I don't know. I think we're just in that lull, you know, before the game starts filling in the gaps and the releases of the new crop sort of start coming out, and people maybe start getting a bit more fanatical, as Carl was saying. Yeah, Wimby would too. Wimby with this release, that's that's definitely going to spot it. Yeah. So him versus Chet in that preseason game had a few people talking, which was Yeah, cool. so can we talk about that? Because I actually watched that game and I thought it was actually fascinating because 
the amount of skill that Wemby's got is it's crazy. Like it's just amazing how skilled that guy is. But the thing that I really took away from the game was Chet because he was super competitive. I'm not too sure if you saw or were watching like the sequence of scoring. So it was almost like if Wemby scored, you Chet, almost knew yeah. the other end he was going back to try and like dunk on him. Like that kid is like super competitive and well, you don't uh, want to be the poster guy for the first preseason game of Wimbanyama. <laughs> and it's like, oh, there's 40 dunks on Chet or something. He's just like, geez, I've got to put something up. Look, I liked what he did. And, you know, I was very skeptical last year when people were, you know, paying big money for Chet. And I was like, look, you haven't seen this kid. You know, he looks like a, a bean. But, you know, after one game, like, I get it. You know, like, I I think I have to admit when I was wrong and, you know, acknowledge that these guys were on the, you know, on, they were on the right thing from the start. He looks crazy good and then obviously got the, the win next... too right oh yeah. does preseason matter i mean yeah <laughs> but i mean moral victory oh yeah for sure the moral victory yeah but that thunder team looks like super fun you know like oh it I... is it's gonna be fun i watched a lot of magic last year on league pass i was like you know those guys are fun but i think okc this year is gonna be like no matter what game they play you could just tune in for 10 minutes and just watch these kids do some crazy stuff like they they really play hard too. I, I like that. Chet's got that chip on his shoulder. Right? He he's he's always going to be compared to like a you know a B minus type of Wemby. So you know he's got similar skill sets. Just he's very skilled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's not going to get the hype of Wemby, even though you know he was a high pick. Is he out so the he, whole year? He was whole year. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's basically red shirt. So it's rookie so. on. Yeah, it's rookie on rookie. Pretty yeah. much right. Pretty much. Yeah. That's a that's actually an interesting one. So does that mean he's now eligible for rookie of the year this year? Yes, because yeah, if you miss it all, yeah. Um Simmons and Donovan Mitchell, that's that Mitchell. same argument again, isn't yes. it? Yeah. So Simmons missed the whole first year. Yeah. Blake Griffin was the other one. Um he missed the whole first year. In a well, I think Chet was playing like he wants to win it. You know, he wants to be the guy. Right. Everyone's like everyone's all a lot of people have forgotten about him with Wimbanyama coming in. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and yeah. Scoot. I think that's the other one where people have been putting money down on rookie of the year is Scoot Henderson because my boy. Yeah, it yeah. looks like a fun team already. Yeah. You know, I watched some today. They they're starting to gel. They haven't really, you know, they're not wallowing in the sadness of losing Dame or anything. They're just wanting to play. Nah, there's yeah. nothing to be sad about when you've got Shaden Sharp, you've got Scoot, and you've got Aiden. Like that's a super like fun running team. Yeah. I don't know about Aiden. I personally can't stand Aiden, but um He's turned a corner, but... mate. It's new Aiden. <laughs> Put a trailblazer. I was like, oh no, former number one pick going to the trailblazers. No, not a big guy. I but Nurk, I'd take I... it every day yeah. of the week. Look, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree with you, yeah. Carlo. I... I understand why you don't like him, but I think in this particular scenario where there's essentially no expectation to win, like actually they want them to lose, right? Like, let's be honest. And then they're just going to get out there and like run up and down and just catch, be fun. Yeah. Just catch lobs from Scoot. You know what I mean? And if he gets five rebounds a game, no one cares. If he gets 10, okay, like delicious. You've got 10, you know, I think that's yeah. going to be about it for the expectations for him. So when he's one of the older guys, he's 25 on that team. It's pretty ancient. Jeremy Grant will be like the oldest guy on there now. That's like it's funny what you just said, Paris. So isn't it? Like he's he's twenty five and he's old. Like that's still you know that's a lot of time even to become a good player. Like so. Yeah, yeah we don't, um, Sharp didn't start today. It was Scoot, Anthony, Ty, Ty Matisse, Dybul, yeah, Grant, right. and uh, Mason was the starting five. Right. Fair enough. Williams will get some minutes there off the bench. Mm. 
But yeah, I like the look of the team at the moment. I think they, I mean, I, when I was fairly sure we were going to cave into Miami and just take an absolute crap sandwich for Dame, but now the um, Joe Cronin hold, held out, worked some good deals, and they might even still flip Brogdon into something as well. So, you know. So they got a really good package for him. I, I agree with you 100% on that. And the thing that actually I like the most is what they then did. They sort of did like the dirty on the Bucks because then they traded, like drew <laughs> to Boston and like made that competitive, their competitor even better. And I was yeah, like- Miss with Miami a little bit. So yeah, that. yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, that's just the best sort of like GM, you know, evil deed you've just done. Yeah, it's just perfect. Shift yeah. kiss, my guy. That was, that was awesome. <laughs> everyone, everyone except Miami's winning. <laughs> It's yeah, sort of probably. good now they've got the monkey off the back getting, you know, the Dame things, the era has ended now. So they've sort of got a when free reign, you know, now. God, I, and, um... <laughs> I was like, is Nurk gone? Is Nurk gone too? Like, yes. It's a good trade for them. They did well. Yeah. And yeah. and definitely they shouldn't be Brogdon and get another pick. Like that's, and that, again, that's like another asset for. Yeah. Well, what was it? Three picks and two swaps. So they could end up, if they move Brogdon too, you can do another pick. There'll be four picks. And yeah. Two swaps. Perfect. That's um, that's a fantastic way. return, yeah. yeah. I mean, not as good as the return that um, the Jazz got for Gobert, but you know that's a story for another <laughs> day, isn't it? Really, <laughs> that's the ultimate return. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the Lose ultimate. Yeah. Well, um, should we kick into it? Maybe Carl give us a bit of background around. Yeah. Um, well, we've been planning this for a while. Um, yeah. And um, just by the way, Adam got stuck on a train, so he couldn't make it here tonight. May jump on. He's still planning later. to come on, and probably. By the way that we're Hopefully talking, he yeah, he'll, he'll be on. It'll be okay. He'll be coming in hot, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> coming in fire. Coming in raw. Yeah, so we just want to talk about our, um, we call it the player collectability rankings. So we're going to be updating it monthly through. And, and it's a look at just comparing players, not just on the court stuff, but off the court stuff and the card stuff. So it's a big mix of different aspects in the hobby about about each NBA player and how we're sort of matching them up against each other. One guy might be a real dickhead off the court, but he's awesome on the court. And how does that affect mm-hmm. his um, collectability? Or is a word that I've made up for this. Like, you can coin that word. That's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. How does he? How does that player rate in the hobby? So, I think too we're going to look to see if some more people want to join us and actually ranking them, so we can get a bit more of a better ranking um so me russ and ryan ryan's always involved across the uh card groups always has a say on stuff so um on this cheers mate um so yeah we'll we'll i'll go over our different criteria that we've ranked them on um current form so that's pretty obvious potential achievements which can be anything from all-star appearances to championships so pers- um, personal and team achievements. Highlight factor. Um, yeah, so you've got, like, obviously, like a guy like Scoot coming into the league. He, he's going to have a high highlight factor. Uh, team fit. So, mm. you know, sometimes they're team fit. If a guy's on the wrong team. like I struggled eight, with this one. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. I f- and particularly with the point weighting, like, this one was a very a tricky one for me. I sort of had to go back and adjust this one a fair bit. Yeah. Mm, sort of think of it like... Uh, Westbrook. Yeah, Westbrook. There's no <laughs> team that he fits on. <laughs> on the Lakers, right. <laughs> yeah, on but the- I mean... You know, he's a classic example at number fifty. You know, I mean, not not to jump the camera number fifty, yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's you know triple double highlight package, explosive, 
hot, you know, all these other amazing things. Winning stuff, mm, team fit, look, you know, mm, collectability. Mm, yeah. You know, so how much does that impact it? So yeah. a guy like him coming in fifty shows you. you know. And I think he's still got a good base of people out there that collect them. So mm. it's interesting how these things impact. So um yeah, team fit. Um just trying to think of another guy who's sort of Ben Simmons. Anthony Davis, like being on the Lakers and in, in the opposite way of Westbrook, right? It's a positive team fit. He's in LA. He's he's gonna he can play off LeBron. He can play to his, you know, his best ability. Like just that aspect, the team fit is really good for Anthony Davis on the um, off court persona. Classic guy who gets who's massively rated in the hobby. Uh, legends of the past, Allen Iverson. People love them off the court. Love him or hate him. He's got that off court persona. Um, Shaq, another dude, likability. You know, he he was. People love collecting Shaq just for his personality. Um, card desirability. Now, this is an interesting one, too. Now, we've all got our own little spin on each of these categories, too. So do they have a lot of really nice inserts that people are after? Are they in a Kaboom, for example, or do they not have a Kaboom card? Um, like Wemby, for example, has no uh, protein, not NBA protein cards, so his cards aren't going to be desired because it's got Metro 92, whatever his team was in France. See, I don't even know, know the name. So how sought after are their cards? Like Jordan, like for example, would be at the top of the list. You know, everyone wants, you know, the Jordan rookie. Major desirability across the hobby. Um, and obviously these are just for current players too, by the way. And then the range, like Wemby, it's got hardly any cards out. So you got to take that into consideration. A guy like LeBron, who's been in the league for 20 years, massive range of cards, maybe a little bonus compared to a guy like Chet or Wemby, who's just come out. So, Well, and also um, yeah. LeBron and Jordan's limited signing in the, the that too. times as well. So, yeah. you know, they, those sort of golden eras when they were signing um, on licensed stuff, it's a long time ago. And, um, you know, that just creates more of a frenzy for their autographs. Yeah, it's an interesting one, eh? The range. You got like a, a guy who had signed quite a lot, like um KD or Curry, you know, they've their range, they've got tops cards, they've got upper deck cards, and then they've got the whole Panini stuff too. So yeah, yeah. It's I an think interesting that, one though, yeah. eh? I, like you were just saying, like about kabooms, because I mean everyone like looks at kabooms and goes, Oh wow, amazing, amazing. And there's some crazy prices going around. But just imagine if they did a Jordan one, it'd just oh. dwarf everything. You know, that would be the hottest thing in the market by a mile. Well, you never know it might happen. <laughs> you never know. Potentially. Um, I'm not sure about that, lads. I think this sort of ongoing court cases between Panini and Fanatics is is not going away anytime soon. They're, sorry to segue. Fanatics have been insanely aggressive throughout this whole process, like getting the license off WWE. That was... I'm actually surprised that they got away with that. I, I, I'm assuming that's not over and done with yet. And then NFL was the other one too. Are you mm. guys waiting for them to pull some type of power move on NBA? Yeah. I think they'll try. You'd have to think so. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Sorry, Carl. I completely segued you then. That's all right, mate. Yep. We're all about the segues. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that are the criteria that we've rated all the current players on. And, um, 
yeah, we'll just update them monthly, see who drops, see who rises up the ranking. So it'll be pretty interesting. And yeah, come out really, really interesting to me. There's some some names that I thought got way higher in the list than what I ever thought they would have, and some that dropped right down. So yeah, tonight we'll just sort of go across you guys and sort of chat about some of those players who you think was a real surprise. And yeah, Russ, for you just starting off, um, yeah, what are some names that sort of stood out to you? Like, wow, that I didn't think that guy's going to end up this high on this list. Yes, yeah, so I think for me, just going back to the start, um, thank you so much for inviting us into this project. I'm I'm very grateful for it. And I'd also say too, good on you for having this brainchild and then actually executing it. Because I think sometimes um, when you have a good idea, it's easier to have that idea than to actually execute it. So like, definitely like, I definitely doff my cap to you and yeah, I'm very happy to be involved too. Like this actually, it was quite fun for me. This was actually quite challenging. Um, and, and sometimes it's also about making a decision too. You know, when you sort of forced to make a decision, you couldn't really yeah. dwell on this too much because with all the players and all the cells you have to do, like, otherwise it was just going to blow out to hours and hours of like data entry. So some of them, what I did was I just made really quick decisions and I'd punch in the numbers and then as I was going along, I sort of realized that that might've been a little bit too high or too low. And then I sort of just went back and revised them. But I think the one that I had the most trouble with was the team fit. That was the one I was definitely struggling with the most. Yeah. And then after that, um, yeah, it's just a very enjoyable thing. Look, I'd probably say for me, if I sort of break this up into say um, 41 to 50 and then... Yeah, go for it, mate. Yeah. Like 30 to, I think that for me is a really maybe a more meaningful exercise as opposed to looking at it sort of like, you know, number by number, because I think what this really helps me to do is because I think sometimes I get caught up in my own collecting of it's just too much prospecting. And I think what I actually would like to do is start to do a bit more sort of high end prospecting. So what I mean by that is, is if you look at the top 10, you've got Steph Curry, you've got Giannis, Joker, LeBron James, Luka Doncic. Anthony Edwards, SGA, Booker, Butler, and Anthony Davis. And if I look at my collection, it's actually possible that I don't have any meaningful cards from any of these guys. And I probably should be then yeah. using this as a really good template to sort of say, this is a really good place. Yeah, well, it's sort of a reference, isn't it? It's sort yeah. of a You're a contrarian. Yeah. I like yeah. it. <laughs> Screw like, those guys. I see your top team. I agree with none of it. No, no. I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, I'm probably collecting in the wrong places, right? And look, probably part of that a little bit too is the way I collect. Like I've got my main PC and I, I really try my hardest, you know, just to stick to that and sort of not flare out too much. Because otherwise, you know, you're sort of just spreading cash just all over the place. Um, but at the same time, okay, let's use the example of Steph Curry. I think I've definitely missed the train on this just because of like how expensive, you know, his rookie stuff and autos are. But I think he's such a meaningful player for, you know, my generation, you know, the, the last 10 yeah. years of just watching him, you know, every day. And I should have an autograph of his and I probably should have a rookie card of his. And the fact that he come out number one is, you know, just another really good example of that. So that's probably, you know, the part that I enjoyed the most. Look, I think from a prospecting perspective, I think Anthony Edwards is the obvious one to discuss. Like the fact that he came out at number six when... Hang on, are we doing the top 10 first or are we going back like down? Uh, I, I, thought you, I thought you said 41 to 50 and now we start at number one. 
Oh, look, I'm, it's up to you, Russell. No, I'm, not, I'm not constructing a very good argument here, am I? Sorry, what I was saying was, I think what I enjoyed was more looking at it in blocks of 10. Yeah, uh, okay. groupings. But, yeah. No, that's totally fine. Let's let's start at the bottom. And I, I'll tell you, I'll finish this Anthony Edwards thing and then I'll go back to the 50s. Yeah, so I think, I think Anthony Edwards is someone that you should be looking at you know, buying into this year. And I think there's a couple of reasons for that. I don't think his prices have caught up to this top 10 list. And the other thing that really came out to me too is watching him in the world championships this year. So I think the way that he performed, you know, committed to his country, essentially became the leader of that team. That means a lot, so much more to me than maybe people who else are in the top 10, say Devin Booker, you know, who didn't turn up to the world championships. And then even if you start to go through like 10 to 20, it really does emphasize and, you know, tell you why that, Anthony Edwards should be number six. So that's for me, if I did have to pick, you know, one person out of this list, I think for me, it's, it's probably Anthony Edwards. Like that's really. Big standout. Yeah. Why this guy is such like a, a buy at the moment, I think. Yeah. It's interesting too, just going back on the money thing, like with prospecting and that, I think sort of the aim of this, um, this rater or rankings, whatever you want to call it, it's, it's more not more like who you should collect. That's not really the point of this. It's if you're weighing up something to buy, just double sort of double checking how much you're sort of willing to spend rather than buying as a investment type of a card. So it's like, okay, I want to buy a nice Jimmy Butler card. Where where does he sort of rank compared to a curry or whatever? Like how okay, he's pretty close. He's nearly, you know, he's where was he? He was number nine we have so i think it's a sort of it's a sort of a look across the board of all the players but then it's sort of giving it that few what's how they're going to sort of turn out in future and seeing okay it was worth me spending that money so like you're not gonna you'd look at this for example you go okay i'm not going to spend as much on a levine card as a um darren fox card because all the different things were rated them against fox comes out a lot than levine so i mean and they their pro prices are probably pretty similar so would you go towards getting a fox card round card? So, so sort of something like that is yeah sure of, is the aim of this. Yeah. So, yeah yeah um on your groupings interesting how you're sort of saying that too how and there is a sort of grouping when you look at the bulk the list of names eh? there's like that sort of more young guy sort of group then those sort of tried and true vets at the top and um, some some interesting names in the bottom tier. Who's in that forty to fifty range? Uh, Russ, who who's who sort of stands out in that? So forty to fifty. This is kind of a really interesting group for me because it's partly like sort of the sad sacks of the hobby in, in many ways. So you got Westbrook <laughs> in there, Bradley Beal, who I think he just spent too much time in purgatory in Washington. You know, being mm. on those John Wall teams, and then they've just been. It's actually really hard to explain. So how do you explain to a lay person why the Washington Wizards have been so bad for this long? Because they changed the name from the Bullets. <laughs> yeah. Done. Is it, a, is it an ownership thing? Is it it's the yeah. mediocrity thing? GM. The GM is it the was, general manager? Is yeah. it the coaching staff? And they've all had a pretty... Above, all of the above. Yeah. Sort of willing to be in that mediocrity of the middle, not willing to tank it or go all in and 
and try and win a championship. Just, just enough to not really do anything and not be quite be bad enough to get a lot of good picks. Yeah. And then giving up on Rui Hachimura last year. Like that to me was just bad decisions. It doesn't make yeah. sense to me on any level at all. Wizards you know? doing wizards things. Yeah. So, you know, I think Bradley Beal unfortunately sort of earns that place at 49. And then the other one, so well, there's actually three I think we should really talk about here. Paul Zingas, because he's Boston transition to me. I suspect that by the end of the season, he'll be higher up, maybe even 10 points higher up, because obviously we're talking very small sample size theatre here, but I think Paul Zingas... They're going to do good. Yeah, and Paul Zingas is going to fit in and he's going to contribute and he's going to fill into places that they didn't have last year. I think that's the maybe the part that... Yeah, the people maybe don't understand about Paul Zingas' game is actually he can do a lot of different things and the things that Boston needs, he can do. And so, you know, I, I like that that deal a lot. And there's a lot of Celtics collectors as well. Yeah, know, that's right. Thing. They're a very powerful sort of collectors mm-hmm. group and, and you do get sort of a, a Boston bump as you get like a Lakers bump. I think that's like a real thing. And then Scotty Barnes. I'm shocked to see that Scotty Barnes is down so low just based on potential alone because when I think of Scotty Barnes, I think of Desmond Bain at the same time. I think it's fair to put him in the same sentence as Jane and Ivy and Jalen Green. And that's a, a really wide range you've got there. So Green sitting at 27. And really interesting for me actually is Bain. So Bain's at 38. So that's, you know, nearly 10 spots higher. And I personally think Scotty Barnes is probably the better prospect out of all those guys. So I wonder with Scotty Barnes, though, is, is it about, you know, he has got, probably got as much personality as Kawhi Leonard he doesn't have a lot of highlights in his game and so maybe he suffered a little bit yeah using the ranking that was had the sophomore slump he obviously had a down year he was off radar for quite a quite a a lot of in Toronto that's the thing you know a lot of the where you are what team Mm. you're on does impact how often you're on national tv and all that too yeah definitely Mm. I wonder a little bit too is the way that they're playing basketball is probably the most purely positionless basketball in the league. And does that actually negatively affect someone's value hobby-wise? Because kind of normalizes them a bit. Eh? Yeah, it sort of flattens out all the statistics because you've got, you know, four guys that can rebound. You've got four guys that can assist. You've got an equal opportunity offense where f- four or five people are scoring or have the potential to score in every possession. And so, and you know, and realistically, Spicy P had one of actually one of the best statistical seasons in league history last year. And that probably took away from his opportunities also too. So look, I'm actually pretty high on Scotty Barnes myself. I think his motor, his body and his skill set is pretty unique. So for me, that's probably, you know, I'm shocked about that. But at the same time too, his prices just went off a cliff last year. So yeah. And then I think the biggest name in that group is Carl Anthony Towns. And this is a really funny one for me because I think probably traditionally he's done quite well in terms of sales and in terms of volume of sales, but also, you know, just the dollars, you know, signs on sales too. But I'm sort of at the point now where I actually think probably 44 is about right for him because mm. going back to my Edwards take before, I think Anthony Edwards is going gonna, is gonna to own this team. And for me, having two centers playing in this league to me just doesn't make any sense at all despite the fact actually this preseason they looked really good together but 
I think having Carl Anthony Town chase around forwards in this league is yeah. <laughs> is not setting him up to succeed. So you sort of just know it's going to end badly. Eh? Yeah, and whether he gets yeah. traded or you know Gobert gets traded or they both get traded and they just blow it up and they build around Edwards, you know. Yeah, I, I'm just. I think if you've invested heavily heavily into Carl Anthony Towns, it you might be feeling a little bit nervous in the next sort of 12 to 24 months, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I maybe. just don't know how much they can blow it up either, you know, really. I mean, what could they get anywhere close to value for no. Nah, they're not going to. They're not going to get the value for, mm. for a guy like Cat. But maybe a trade for him personally might be a good thing, depending on what team he lands on. Yeah, like the Aiden situation where he just goes out and he yeah. smiles again. You know, yeah, like, exactly. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, interesting time for the Timberwolves. Ed, Edwards is definitely the main. Uh, Paris, who do you sort of see in that that sort of lower part of the of the fifty as well, a sort of standout person? I mean, I you know I, I didn't have enough time to contribute to this as much as I probably should have. But I mean, looking at it as a, I guess if I was gonna find a hundred bucks to spend, you know, and I wanted to buy a couple of cards, who would I buy? Um, like I really like Garland. I think he's. I like watching his game. I think he's a great player, and I like Sabonis as well. But I mean, if I was purely looking at an investment point of view, I think for the things that we've seen before around Porzingis going to Boston, because he's he's probably the one on a hobby side and a investment side. He's got all the tools to really make some impact there if he can stay healthy and and do all that. He he could be a, a a game changer on a team yeah. that is already badass. And that's yeah. that's quite a interesting proposition on a yeah. on an investment side. Doesn't really have much, I don't know really anything about him or whatever. So that's purely just not a personality, not an off-court thing. That's purely just a a game set, skill set, adaptability, potential with, with Boston. Um so I'd probably um I'd probably buy him. I just I like Sabonis's game. I like um, big all round talented guys. Um, and Scotty Barnes, yeah, I'm not surprised he got got 46. To be honest, when you're thinking about everything, I just think he had a bit of a season. And I think people had a lot of high hopes. Of Can we him. go back to Sabonis for two seconds? Is that okay? Yeah. yeah. So why do you think he is at 14? Sorry, 48. And also, sort of second part to this question. Why do you think his overall hobby value is so low? Because it shouldn't. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's kind I of. I think that. he's been an okay player, and then he went to the Kings, and he he was excellent for Sacramento. And obviously, I've got some you know bias here, and the amount of Kings that I've watched. But you know, he's basically. It's actually hard for me to say this, but I think he is the Kings' best player, hmm. despite the fact that everyone talks about Darren Fox. I think he's the best all-round player. I think he's the most yeah. important guy of the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's. You know, and I think we talked about this a little bit leading up to this, and that, you know, I think it, it's an interesting mix of what makes someone a thing, you know, and there's the NBA's littered with people that were amazing players and had multiple all star appearances and did all these things and received stuff or hobby yeah, 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 you know, and, and the league is crazy deep at the moment, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, there's obviously more people to, Clear, you know, Sacramento was bad for so long. Now they, then they went really amazing. So maybe there's not enough sort of time for people to recognize that he is as good as he is. Um, but I mean, looking at some of the other names sort of further down the list, um, 
you know, some part of it just thinks it's, it's such a waiting on potential and all this sort of stuff where I think he's proved a lot already and he's not an old guy and he's coming into his prime. So, you know, that's, and I really like his dad. <laughs> so yeah. like, I always yeah. keep denying what he's done. So, Poor yeah, I mean, I, the, the three I like in that group are, are Garland um, and Sabonis. And if I was doing it with my heart for investing, it would be probably be Pazingas. Yeah, totally get that. I think the thing with Sabonis is just that sort of he doesn't have a flashy game. He played in Indiana, you know, mm. they weren't in the playoffs. So he just wasn't on the forefront of people's minds. You know, he was called the worst all-star selection for the last 10 years, shit like that. But, you know, he, he's a damn good player, as you say. Yeah. And, and it was good to see the Kings do really well last year and make the playoffs and nearly pipped Golden State. So, mm. yeah, I think it's just, you know, been a big, big, you know, bigs always just take take it a little bit tougher. Yeah, but really good player. For me, the sort of standout is, but I, I know the reasons why. It's Kawhi Leonard. Like, at 39, this dude, this NBA champion, you know, the thing with Toronto, but just the injuries and the personality just, <laughs> you know, let him fall down this list. He, he should be way higher for his talent and what he's done in the league, but People, people don't have faith in him. I mean, when you're yeah. talking from a hobby point of view, it's like, you know, him, Paul George. I mean, you know, the stats around the games, they've all played together and all that sort of stuff are just woeful. And that's literally what's kind of happened with the hobby love as well. Yeah. He's, he's taken the hit in both, yeah. So yeah, 100%. Fully understand it. Um, and have a sort of name for sort of similar reason. Zion, her 35, he would have been like top. He would have been up in the Anthony Edwards spot a few years. But just needs to get on the court. He and but he is looking good. I mean, yes. at the moment, all the you know, he sounds he's saying all the right things and all all this. But um, you know, I I think he's he's one actually in that list where I mean, just thinking how good they did without him last year, right? If if he comes back motivated and fit and healthy and buys into the um game plan and is willing to take it as a free, essentially a fresh start and you know plays team ball and, and does all that um he he could have a really impressive season and they could do really really well yeah it's a very deep team so it, i think they've got a lot of potential um yeah. you know so i think there's he's he's probably just again um a, a bit of an anger pick putting in that <laughs> low as well, you know. Adam. Um, uh, Adam hello, man. Yeah, bit of a, like, what the hell, you know, <laughs> where's all my money gone pick? You know, I thought I was going to be a millionaire with this, um, <laughs> these Zion rookies I bought for millions of dollars. Um, We're just talking about Zion, Adam. How many Zions no. you got, Adam? Uh, I, I think I might have one tucked away somewhere that's, yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm not a believer in the hype. Either that or I wasn't around when everyone was going crazy over it. And I didn't buy in at all either. Yeah, neither. Yeah, yeah nah, same. <laughs> History has taught me well. <laughs> it's taught quite a few people well, I'd say, mm -hmm. who, who entered the game in 2019. Yeah, Adam, how are you, mate? Good to have you on. Uh, it, yeah, it's great to be and I'm really sorry I'm late. It's been an absolute uh, nightmare of a day, actually, getting back from work. <laughs> So I'm I'm glad to be here. Well, you've hit jackpot now, mate. We're all here and we're firing. 
And now, before we, before, just so you said you're up to Zion, I've, I've only quickly looked at the list. We haven't covered Luca yet, have we? No, no, no. no. Good, we're doing good, like good, a good. 10 blocks. So we're kind of in the so 30. You're, to... If you're past the, the, the 40 to 50 rank, then we are past Luca. No, we started at. <laughs> oh, 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 I, oh, I uh, see. Uh, I see what you're doing. Okay. Yeah, he's got a five. I can see but... Russell. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, this guy. I'm not biting. <laughs> Not biting? That's uh, all right. There'll be plenty of Try a little harder. <laughs> you would we'll be there. happy with the Austin Reeves being in the middle of this ranking. I'm I'm a bit impressed with uh with the way Austin Reeves has uh has been performing, yes. Yeah, well let, let's have a chat about that, mate, since you just jumped in and we're sort of looking at the middle of the pack here in the top okay. 50. Austin Reeves at 25. That's to me, someone, like, someone explain that is high. Somebody explain because I don't agree with that. I think it's great that he's there, but oh, I don't know. Hype train, definitely. Team USA stuff. Team USA, but then yeah. but the problem. What about the results of Team USA? Yeah, my yeah. problem with that is USA Team USA failed at this FIBA World Cup. Yeah, dramatically. Yeah, is Not he going to be time. part of the redeem team? I don't think so. No. So I think Edwards and Reeves should get basically gifted into that next team because yeah, Reeves played really well. I think and he I, did. I still think um, he's not gonna. Let's just say he's the twelfth or the thirteenth man, Reeves. I think you need those guys sort of, you know, on the bench to be like the next generation. And yeah, Reeves didn't do anything wrong. Let me put it to you that way. I thought the way that he played was he represented the red, white, and blue in the best possible way. I, I thought he. Gave a lot of hustle and and played the right work. In a team that didn't do a lot right, he did nothing wrong. Yeah. 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 That's a really good, good. Yeah. I like that. And Halliburton is probably the other guy too that, that, again, this is probably just like my personal, again, bias here. But if he's on the next team, like that's the part I probably struggled with the most. Not that I'm Mm. picking Steve Kerr apart here now, but Halliburton should have started. And he was just, when he played, was just, on point so many times yeah he's a dog and that's the thing i just think that they didn't have the right composition just they needed a little bit more in the in the uh the vet sense i think yeah they just needed they lack leadership yeah the team usa squad's never going to be built like the olympic squad i mean the americans are all about the olympics that's that's the one that they were i wonder if the players Uh, are all about the olympics to be honest because if you think about their availability mm. they're all already available for the olympics Mm. You know what I mean? Like, they are, are they? Are they really though? Uh, I think LeBron. Bronze, yeah, LeBron is going to come back. Yeah, Anthony Davis yeah. is committed. They'll both be injured at the time it happens. What's the bet? <laughs> no, they'll talk big, come back. Yeah, yeah we're doing this. Get third again. Yeah. I wonder if LeBron <laughs> will play on one leg because I think this is going to be his last season, and then he'll retire like in the Olympics. Mm. That actually makes sense. Oh, I think he's going to play with his son. I think. I think Bronny still gets drafted, even though. Health that concerns, bad. yeah, even so with that two bad. more years, but I think he's still uh, no, no, after this year, so after the season finishes, he'll be eligible. Okay. So then that means LeBron has to play two more seasons, too, right? Yeah, right, wow, yeah, okay, restricted minutes, bit minimum, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, he's still like he's he's expected to play decent minutes this year, yeah, he will, I think he will. He will. What he plays, he'll play, yeah, I think he I will. Know. How did Kay Cunningham get that high? Well, let's is that uh, you? Was it you? No, <laughs> there are various not. factors. <laughs> I would not say that, Paris. Potential is one of the factors, isn't it? Potential so, yeah. is a factor. We yeah. skipped yeah. ahead. Can we go back to 40s to 30? 
Is, yeah. it, is that yeah. okay? Because I feel like there's a fair one to talk about here. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. well, who wants to do it? Who wants to kick it? Can I can I ask a question about Zion while you were on Zion, even though he's at thirty five? Yeah, yeah, it's in the, it's in the is there, Let's go is back there a design. chance? Is there a chance that Zion, the next time within the next couple of times these rankings are tweaked, that Zion's not in the top fifty? Only if he's injured. Oh, it will be really. So when he gets injured, he's going to drop out. Yeah, we we were just kind of talking about that. I mean, mm. you know, if you look at the pre preseason sort of physique and stuff, he looks fit. If he can stay on the court, the quality of that team mm. will pull him through, I think, yeah. on, as far as the list goes. I mean, all okay. people all people really want from him is a complete season, I think, and a positive season. 50 games. 50 yeah, games. something like that. Just um, a bit of consistency would be lovely. Yeah, just a bit of... Yeah. And, you know, maybe people mm. can claw back some of the millions of dollars they've lost on his cards. <laughs> I don't know. You know, whatever it, whatever it ends that... up being. That money's gone. I don't think no. it's ever going to come back. If lost he, is lost. If he Largest drops out of the shift top, of revenue yeah. ever. Mm. If he drops out of the top fifty, his name. It really is like that's Sam Bowie type shit we're talking here. It's man from the height, eh? Like, it, how many people did just Zion alone get into the hobby? You know, who are still around, even though they might not be collecting his cards. He was a massive influence on that. So to me, that's yeah. a real, a real mm. shame. It is. It's it, and as much as we joke about it, yeah, he's. Yeah. I, I think he's. Um, but how high could he rise if he comes out firing and doesn't miss any games? So we we spoke about that exact thing last week. So my take on that is that if he does play well, even for ten games, he's going to spike and he'll spike really hard because mm. you you spoke about collectors buying his cards, but I think if we're also being mm. honest here too, this is also people that. Um, and maybe more casual basketball fans and only know the liquid players and mm-hmm. who are also, you know, investing. And so, I think, yeah, these, that's the type of cards that they will buy, you know, Jamarant, Zion, like who's, yeah. if you just have to name five, LeBron, Steph, Jar Zion, and maybe Wemmen Yana, that will be like, you know, the top five. So there's no yeah, reason. That, yeah. 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 Maybe. Austin Reeves. <laughs> I think we need definitely two hands. Not, not Luca. We need two hands if we're going to say that. Like, this is the year Luca starts to to tank, but, not intentionally. I think his prices will just. Let, let's save that for the later. Oh, I mean, come it's on, a, it's you're late like, night edition. You're, you're segueing. I get, the segue I get to swear in the late night edition, don't I? Oh, you, you get far away. <laughs> so, can we just throw some cold hard stats at this? So the population of his base PSA ten is twenty two thousand eight hundred and sixty two. Still growing. Ninety eight percent sad ratio. Yeah. So we we spoke about this actually last week on the show, and he was sitting around the sixty dollar mark. He's actually picked up a little bit. Last sale was seventy two. Oh. So. But look at all right. So let's go back to that. The population count on his PSA ten is twenty two thousand. Yeah. But we even broke it down on the show. Where between the BGS 9.5s, the PSA 9s, and the PSA 10s, there are over 50,000 cards. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And there's more ten, PSA 10s than 9s and 8s and 7s combined. Yes. That's weird, isn't it? So one, one time they got printing right. <laughs> there's always one. <laughs> one time. Well, they were printing money at the same time. So I think they. So they that sort of going they back. They could to afford that, their quality control. Yeah. Going back to that, Russ, how you're saying that sheer amount like that's sort of the card range too or card desirability it's like mm. yeah, there's so many of them it's so easy to get one 
and I the price has come way down, it's sort of negatively. Definitely. Yeah, and that, sure. I think that is a reason why he's at 35. You're 100% right on that. Yeah. Well, but that, but that's the thing. You look at a card that's got a population count of a of hundred or a pop count, even go more reasonable, a thousand, but 20,000 copies of the PSA 10. That's insane. Yeah, that is. So uh, if I look at that list between 41 and 31, so you've got Cade Cunningham, Ja Morant, you've got Bridges, Trey Young, Williamson, Kyrie Irving, you've got Jaden Ivey, which I think is surprising, but a good surprising is that high. Mm-hmm. You've got Bain, Kawhi Leonard, Brunson, and Garland. Actually, I think it's a really fun list. Like that's a really that's an interesting list. good yeah. group to play with. I, I think the two that you could narrow it down to would be Ja Morant and Cade. And if I then mm. had to pick between those two, I'm still pretty high on Cade because I think, and you can reflect this a little bit back to Zion too, like they were very conservative the way that they managed Cade's injury mm-hmm. and they gave him all the time in the world that he needed to rehab and, you know, get himself back together. True. The footage that came out of him playing with the Team USA B team was just incredible. And he okay. played so well that, I was sort of hoping that he'd be then promoted into like their top team and say, well, he was offered it. He was offered that position, but he turned it down. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Cade was offered to come onto that main team USA team and he declined it because he wanted to put on the work for the puns. Yeah. It probably would have been like a re- like rehabilitation thing. Yeah. Mm. So he's like, no, nah, I've got to focus on, on my team. And um, yeah, so that's, he would have been on there. Yeah. So the, wow. the Cade prices aren't dirt cheap, but I have to the Cade, yeah. I have to say though that he is someone that you should definitely be looking at. Cade? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Who don't we look at in that list though? I've got names. Out of the old... in the 30s. Mm. I, I would automatically I would just Irving's narrow... the the one that should just be gone. I would just narrow it down to those two. Like me personally, I, I think that it's a fun list, but at the same, you know, you can't buy it to everybody. No, no, I just, I just think, Mark, like hobby wise, uh, Kyrie and and Kawhi are a, are a struggle for me. Yeah, because mm. the potential's gone, right, and the prospecting element is gone. Their careers are set in stone, and they're just eking out. I mean, we know how much of a fun guy Kawhi is, but let's be real, like, yeah, this comes down to that take... court time, doesn't it? Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kyrie just keeps going and blowing up the neighborhood wherever he goes. That's why Luke is going to tank, by the way. Anyway. Yes. I, yeah. I, I know where you're going on that one, Adam. Yep. And, I, and I agree. He is. Oh. He's, he's a home wrecker and he's going to wreck the home in Dallas. I don't know. He, he, I, I just want, don't see a, I don't yeah. see an upward trend for Kyrie. Nah, he, he would have to play amazing to start climbing up. And I yep. just cannot see it all. Yeah. The, I yeah, mean, nah. it probably does deserve a spot there. Let's be real, like hobby value, but. It's just the future side of it, like the the the, the future value, I guess, is the mm. in twenty five years, if I hold on to a Kyrie card, am I losing or gaining? And I feel like I'm losing. But... Yeah, it's sort of like a guy like like AI, right? Mm. It's similar, but AI just had a good bulk fan base that just loved them no matter what. Where it seems like Kyrie, he did have that, but over the years, people just jumped off the bandwagon. Yeah, but nice. Iverson was, you know, what's what talking about practice, man, screw that. And but Kyrie's like, dude, it's flat. 
And you know, all this other stuff. That's the wrong shit to go on about. It's like the Earth's flat. I'm not about. wearing a mask. Yeah. His yeah. takes are too hot and a little bit odd. And people yeah. got, got weary of it, you know. And Iverson just yeah. had the style and it was the right, right time, late 90s. Hip hop, you know, he's just but, right in the zone. Well, the and Iverson, and Iverson didn't burn bridges when he left. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like he, Kyrie pissed off fans as he left. Was mm. that? Yeah, yeah. Can I? Um, I'll. I want to talk about a guy who's just out of this rank. Number thirty, Damian Lillard, to me is way too low. I don't know yeah. how Ooh. he got this. Okay, well, he's dead to me, so I don't mind. Make make <laughs> your point, Carl, because I think. I, I'm totally fine where he is, to be honest. So now I think convince me he's too low. I think I might have discussed this with you guys before already a little while ago. Actually, it might have been you guys did a podcast on Dame, I think. Um, just go what he's he's a clutch performer, like he's mm. got iconic moments. He's one of the best mm. shooters of all time, he's one of the best offensive guards of all time. Yep. I should I with Paris uh, on this call. What? Is he the best trailblazer of all time? Yeah, I'd say so. There you go. Mm. Better than Loyal, loyal until... Yeah, I, I think so. Scotty Pippen was a trailblazer. Anyway. <laughs> Not I, I just... I, just think, <laughs> I think he's too low. Like, we've got Bam a spot ahead of him. I'm just like... Yeah, yeah, Jalen Green. thing with Dame, though, I mean, he's a guy that like um we've sort of said before like with Porzingis they the Bucks could have an absolutely dynamite year and he he could move a lot on that list yeah very easily yeah yeah and to be fair when this list was built that was pre-trade mm. yeah, with the anticipation true. that he was going to be on another rebuilding team and it was going to be put and they weren't going to trade in Miami weren't going to be able to get empty the deal numbers. done yeah yeah mm. Yep, yes. true. So we he would have got a few negative points for. Mm, I yeah. think the only I think what I'm trying to say here is like he's filed for divorce as well. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, instantly after the trade, yeah, it was like no bonus. I'm on the move, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> I think what I'm on the rough. What has all he he's done everything in the game that you want a guy to do apart from winning champion? Um, can I invoke the Luca rule? He's got no MVPs. Yeah. He's got no championships, and it, it, it's—I don't know—he just—he hasn't been able to, to get the job completely done. I'm going to use the Steve Nash rule here: two-time MVP. People yep. still didn't give a shit. Yeah, true, true, <laughs> true, true. And point guard as well. Well, that's a good comparison, really. Different. Yeah, well, that that's, that puts so much value in actually winning the whole thing, doesn't it? Championships are a big thing, whether we like it or not, and players say it. Mm. No, like you look at Charles and Shaq, what they're going about. And Shaq just pulls out the old line. No championships to Charles every time. Shuts yeah. him right up. Yeah. 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 So it is a big thing. Yeah. But I feel like Dame's just got no accolades. Uh, he's got all the. He's won all the team one. Like he's done yeah. a lot of things for the community in Portland. Did love him. Um, it's, it's league league perception i guess like he's not a three-point champion he's not a dunk contest yeah. winner he's i don't know he doesn't even want a skills challenge <laughs> like give us something on all but he is weekends. one of those guys mm. that all the coaches talk very highly of and would love to have in the squad and you know so i, I think there could be a team of those Kawhi leonard would be on that mm. team <laughs> yeah it's true like a hard like, worker off the court just really fundamentally amazing basketballer 
but mm. but hobby wise doesn't attract that um what do we call it Frugia factor he just doesn't doesn't get that high well it's interesting with dame because i mean he's got the whole rap career and stuff as well correct but it never really took off i mean i think i think the probably the you know if, if he went to miami it could be different because mm. miami's that kind of place and way more celebs and you know he could probably be in the news a lot more doing that's a really cool, good point cool things he's not yeah. going to necessarily be able to do that in milwaukee well you can imagine all pairing him up. Is play ball you know that's the if, thing if, a if, very focused dame with a Giannis could be quite mm. interesting you know because he's not going to have many distractions he's mm. by himself you know he, he yeah. can focus he, he may be very 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 pissed off and wanting to oh, he'll definitely point, have a chip on his shoulder won't he which would be very yeah interesting to see mm. like a, a motivated angry you know point to prove dame i would have rather seen him with jimmy jimmy butler can you imagine the shenanigans they would have got up to in miami yeah, but that means we would have had to get um what's his face um Tyler <laughs> hero yeah <laughs> get out of here but i'm like Giannis media wise saying... but you know what i mean like Giannis doesn't get in the spotlight but you're right on the heat he would have been a media guy in Milwaukee, he's just going to go to work. And that's good for, mm. for the winning side of things. Yeah. But for the hobby side of things, is that a little bit... I mean, winning changes at all, doesn't it? Yep. They yep. win the title this year, then Dame's hobby value increases. Oh, Giannis has said all the right things so far. So I think they're going to be a great partnership and sure. they're going to be a great sure. team to watch this year. I think they're going to be mm. successful. But... but those two guys both attacking at the same time is going to be... Pretty, pretty fun to watch, I think. Yeah, it's going to be a sick yes. pick and roll at the very least. Yeah. You know, like that's, yeah. They're going to yeah. be hard to stop. So, just yeah. so again, we actually talked about this the other day on the show, but just bear with me for a second here. The reason why I don't think his hobby value is going to spike is because there's another guard that recently he's played for the Bucks who won a championship. He's just been traded, Drew Holiday. Now, this is not a fair one to one comparison. Legend, just by the way. Yeah. So, Drew Holiday. <laughs> Rookie on card autograph number to 599 last sold for $15 US. A rookie patch autograph sold for $33 USD. Like, I don't think it's a home run that you say you go to the Bucks, you win a championship, and your hobby value two X's or three X's or five X's. I'm, I'm not sure that is something you should rely on because I'm just saying he's probably, oh, no, he'd probably moved from resume. 30. He'd move yeah. from 30. Yeah. I think Lillard's resume improves with a championship. Hmm. Uh, especially if he if he's missed like the clutch player that he's made out to be in the playoffs i think like, you know the, what i mean like he's got to live up to his reputation in big moments yeah if, you know, get, if, he, perform, if he performs on the stage it, it will move the needle for him yeah. i mean 30 you know i'd say there's a whole bunch of names on that list that he could easily leapfrog no, but yeah. all, I don't actually disagree with anything you're saying, but what I'm like, the point I'm trying to make is he's 30th on the list. And actually, I think that's kind of where Damien Lillard sits in the Six. world of things. It's just like mm. how Bradley Beal sits at 49, you know, Lillard sits at 30. And mm. to take your point, Paris, he definitely should be above at least five people in that 30 to 21 range. So, oh, actually, I've got got, him, yeah, I've got him at least at 29. There's one guy at number five that I would be getting rid of. <laughs> um, no, you're right. I, look, I don't think success necessarily jumps him into the top 10, but it doesn't rocket him out of it. 
Like mm. I, I think there there's a possibility of positive positive movement. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this is the you know the lowest point for him. He can't really. Fall, I think he'll you know. be steady there. I, I think he's steady there. Yeah, for sure. Like to me, he should be above the likes of Bam, Siakam, Reeves, Ingram. Mm. Just me, just in my head, just straight away. Just yeah. he's above Reeves in my head. He should be above those guys. I think Reeves is positively impacted though, just the fact of how hot he is at the moment. And yes, yes, some yes, of the yes. the prices that Reeves stuff is going for at the moment is actually is ridiculous. Like some of his mm. patch autograph stuff is like four hundred USD, four fifty yeah. USD. Like it's. I suppose yeah. the way how I look at that is like I can't I can't see Reeves having a better career than what Dame. It's just no. the Lakers spotlight, that sort of True. thing, you know, which there's a higher because. Yeah, it is, it's can't. the spotlight, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's how I sort of see that. Mm. That's right. Uh, Russ, do, so into the 20s now, who are you sort of looking at here? I mean, there's that big, long French guy right in the middle of the pack there. Debuts at 20. Yeah. Good can, number. I, can I just give some numbers on Lillard for two seconds before we move on? Go is that okay? Yeah. So his last three PSA 10 sales are 2,190, 2,250, 1860 and then his last sale was a flat 2000 so this is the iconic 2012 prism set so mm-hmm. there's that bump from that too being part of that set the low Popul- pop gives it the bump yeah population of 40 on that one too so and you know if he I does think- explode then the 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 spike will be big because there's a low pop mm. we were just talking about markets before i wonder if that card sort of sits in a funny spot where you're not going to yeah, attract the super high end guys who are, you know, buying $5,000, $10,000 cards, but then mm. he's not quite popular enough to sort of get all the popular attention. And also it's just a little bit too high for a regular collector to jump in and yeah. grab that. It's a funny range. It's an awkward right? spot. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Maybe that's where he, that's his sort of, that's, that's his ceiling. Base, that's right? his, yeah. That's his yeah. basement. That's his ceiling yeah. all in the sort of the one sentence, you know? So, um yeah i don't know for me that's a very the jury's out it's a it's a yeah, yeah. but it, it probably warrants that 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 30 spot there do you know what i mean like you're like oh it's got the potential to do a couple of things but yeah small market mm. that's why there are different factors like in different um weightings exactly and this is what this sort of ranking sort of been makes for good discussion at. yeah it does it does i think he's a small market guy anyway you know, to be honest, he's yep. pretty pretty home homely anyway, and you know, pretty pretty safe. So I don't think he's um, yeah. I think sort of like what Russ was saying before. That's probably his spot. I think across the board. I think his skills probably outweigh his hobby love, but I think that's kind of where he is. Mm. So what mm. if he got traded to the Lakers, for example? How much how much of a bump would he just get from that? Like I would I th- say fifty percent of that price. Yeah, it'd go up a lot, right? Right. In the first two weeks, before he touches, like before he walks out in the court. Yeah. So that just shows you the difference. Like Milwaukee has just as much of a chance to win the championship as the Lakers, but that Lakers factor plays into it quite uh, really yeah. much. And yeah. it is. You've got there's the I guess you call it the big two with like the 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 Celtics and Lakers. But there's just mm. so many people in LA that don't know anything about basketball that are basketball fans. True. They yeah. go for the Clippers though. Yeah, they're, they're, the, they're the, the, edu- the educated ones. <laughs> but you know what I mean? I mean, it, yeah, I get it, it. it's such a, but it's that's such a big the, part of the city. It's the that, Hollywood hype train. Yeah. Literally. 
Yeah. So we're looking at it in the 20s, guys. So, we, right. we, so yeah, quick fire 29 to 20. I'm immediately eliminating Bam, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Green, Pascal Siakam, Austin Reeves. Like that to me, it's just too hot to handle. I'm not touching Victor Wembanyama. Same thing. It's just like when Zion and Jar came out, like those were just like too hot for me to touch. Mm-hmm. Ingram is what he is. I'm not touching that. Now, these next three is where for me, I just start mm-hmm. to get all juicy. So Halliburton, I love this kid so much. Yeah. Chet Holgram, that game that I watched today, I actually want to like sort of, when I go to sleep tonight, I want to rewatch that game. <laughs> that that Chet first quarter was just sick. Like he is a real competitor. Mm. And then to top it up is Paulo Benchero. I, I think the skill that this guy has, where he was picked on the draft board, his body, his commitment to the game is all there. And yeah. no one and no one cares. And so So too high, you sort of think. No, I, I think that he it, people are sleeping on this guy. Like if okay. you yeah. If I had him at number nine where Jimmy Butler is, I would feel totally fine with that. And mm. look, I watched a lot of Orlando last year. So again, like I'm I'm pretty biased in this space, but I just think I didn't watch Jared, any, so I'm not I'm I haven't got a I haven't got enough of an opinion on he's power. just so skilled. It's just it's almost you know not fair. The other story about this guy too is he's still growing like yeah into his human. body, but also like you know, growing taller. So he played power forward mostly last year. He actually played center for Team USA. And I wonder if he'll play more center in the NBA this year. And if he does, that just makes the team so much faster and, you know, more adaptable and that sort of Toronto Raptors style of basketball where everyone just sort of plays, you know, unilaterally. I love that type of play. So He reminds me of Chris Webber, but it's a bit taller and a bit stronger. But he's got that pass. Mm. He can pass on the high post sort of, you know, and he hasn't shoot. sold himself out to bookies yet. So, you know, like that's also yeah. a, another good thing about Banchero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. If you want to go back and watch some C web clips and then look at Banchero, he's got a similar type. Yep. Is he calling timeouts? No. <laughs> <laughs> at the wrong time? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a really fun list, though. Definitely. Like there's so much, you know, talent and potential there. Mm. But if you have to narrow it down and you've, you know, a gun to my head, I'll, I would actually pick Banchero out of that list. I like Halliburton there. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. Tell us why, man. Because, you know, primary ball handler. Yeah. Team USA can light it up and just, and a really good guy. Like he's on a lot of podcasts and stuff and he gets his name. He's not like at the forefront of NBA guys, but if you know the NBA and you're a bit more involved, everyone knows Halliburton. He's intelligent. He's well spoken. Mm. Yeah, he, he's he's around a lot of places. He was actually one of the surprise ones when I was playing NBA 2K this year. Yeah, like that he was part of the game. Like as far as like a character to interact with. Yeah, I was like, like what? Okay, and I think he's on the rise, I, and I yeah. think the paces are on the right path. So actually, they could make the playoffs this year. I, and I think I think as far as league awareness, like player awareness, like his time in the spotlight is important. For sure. And it's doing uh, the, the yeah. stuff being in social media, doing doing video game like console games and 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 just being part of the greater picture and building yeah. a brand for himself does give him more of a hobby profile. Exactly. That's why he's 22 and Kawhi Leonard is 39. Yep. And Westbrook's 15. <laughs> yeah, so no, I, I like Elabin. He's on the rise for me. Yep. Yeah. I, I got um, no problems with that at all, man, honestly. I, 
on this list, I feel sorry for I, I feel sorry for Brandon Ingram mm. because oh. he was mm, well okay. hobby wise, he was was the number two pick for the Lakers. So instantly, hobby wise, he started at this ridiculous ceiling that was almost unattainable. Mm. Like he was overpriced from day one. So it was never like they weren't really gauging him. They were comping him to Durant and I don't know. It was, he really didn't get an opportunity to prove himself as a player until he was traded away. Yeah. But I then his hobby sort of value about that just too, plummeted. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, yeah. Looking back how you put it there. Yeah. Lakers, you know, the, the best thing to land on yep. in the spotlight. Number two, I suppose it was the timing. It was sort of before mm. the big boom in the hobby. And also that draft wasn't as good. The Lakers weren't very the, good. The it. Lakers were in struggle town post yeah. Kobe's sort of end. Yeah. So and was then, like... yeah, yeah. It was that. It was that weird time for the Lakers because they were just before they got LeBron, and and then obviously he was part of the 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 house cleaning to get uh, yeah. AD. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just think it was un- it was unfair hobby. Like he was sort of dealt a bad hand hobby wise because I think he would have been someone to to sort of watch if he wasn't un- sort of prospected like at such a high level early, like he would have been fun to, to see how he, his hobby value sort of rolled out. Yeah. Maybe like being 23 on this list, he can sort of mm. compare his prices go, look, he's pretty reasonably priced there. And he's still got heaps of potential. He's still really, he's still quite young. He's a so good player. He's, he's a good, a player. Really good well, player. Someone else that suffered the same, the same fate as him is not on this list, deservedly not on this list. Lonzo Ball. Just the like, major injuries, right? He's Poor cooked. Like, There's stories coming out that he can't really walk that good anymore. Yeah. He started off with a broken jump shot and ended up just with a broken body. Like, yeah. it's a sad story. At least LaMelo's not bad. Hey, um, the old man might get his wish. He might sign a contract with Charlotte, maybe, <laughs> next season. Get them all on there, Leangelo. Oh, too. goodness. So here's one for you, lads. Silver, Brandon Ingram, PSA 10 rookie, 132 USD. Low, it'll be lowish pop too. 199. Ooh. So there's, there's a decent buy, I think. That's literally the lowest it's been almost yeah. for the like the, the lifetime of that card too. Yeah. Get in. Pelicans have a good year. It's not yeah. the worst yeah. thing to take a gamble on, to be honest. Well, I was looking at, I was actually looking at Bam as far as people on this list and his, yeah, but his pop count is 535. So yeah, Brandon Ingram's not too bad at all. That's quite a lot more than me. Mm. My thing about Bam though, is that it's not his skill. It's not how good he is. It's not even his personality. It's, he's just not that collected. Do you reckon that would be different if Miami had have like actually won a couple of titles? Maybe, but just his, yeah, I've got a little bit of BAM that I'm sitting on, but it just doesn't move. It just kind of sits there. And yeah, if anything, a, it's probably trickled down. You know? A big yeah. guy who doesn't look to score. That's what it is. Yeah. He's just, he's a great basketball player. He, he plays the awesome right player. way. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just, you know. Interesting. I, We've got a couple of those, though, on this list yeah. coming up on one. All Paris. Right. Paris. I think it's funny. We, we didn't even yeah. mention Trey Young or Ja Morant from that last group. I was thinking about Trey, and I, I think Jar's yeah. just too too scary to touch, really, at the moment. Mm. Did, what were you, what, yeah, what were you thinking about them, Paris, when you mentioned those? 
Well, I mean, you, you, know, you only have to go back in a time mm. machine a very small amount of time mm. when those, well, maybe not as much tray, obviously, but jar, you know, it's just amazing what a, a consistent period of stupid incidents will do for a mm. person. But I mean, you know, Trey is, you know, a great player, but he's just, there was so many people vying for attention at that time that he's just kind of fallen off the side. You know, still I, don't, a super I just good don't player. think Jar will fall off enough. I think people, so there, there are too many hopefuls out there. Yeah, I'm and he's flashy. Yeah, he's a bit shorter, sky yeah. high dunks, all those really impressive things. He's got a lot of great looking cards, mm. you know, as mm. well. Where Trey, you know, doesn't he probably needs to just okay, sort I, out his hair. I don't know. <laughs> you jump, you things, jump yeah. back to like, so you jump in that time machine, you go back a couple of seasons, and Atlanta had all of this potential. Mm. They were looking the good. The playoffs. Yeah. And then and then Billy. it just fell off a cliff. Yeah. Bring and Trey fell off villain with Trey. Villain Trey in Madison Square Garden, giving them shit. That's what we all wanted to see, man. Correct. Like, yeah. Villain yeah. Trey. That's what I want to see. He needs Bring to go to the dark side. Like, he needs to embrace go, it too. He needs to go heel and just be an absolute piece. Absolute heel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll buy some cards if he goes heel. So um, what's two reasons to be optimistic about Trey Young going to this year? Because there's two really big ones for me. Go for it, Russ, because I don't think I have. New hairstyle? I don't know. Yeah. They're... <laughs> yeah transplants. Yeah. So the, the, the word was that the chemistry of that team wasn't fantastic last year. And mm-hmm. part of that was the Great. dynamic between him and John Collins. So essentially... If you believe that there was a power struggle in Atlanta between Trey Young and John Collins, the victor was Trey Young because now John Collins is in Utah with Laurie Marketing. So they're going to have a pretty sick front court. So for me, this now means that he won. And mm. if anything, the offense is going to be more now reliant on him to make everything work. And actually, I've got no problems with that because I, I think he's an excellent playmaker. And I think he's got enough of an engine to actually drive a team through a game. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think every yeah. player in the league can actually generate offense for 35 minutes a game. Like, it's actually quite a difficult thing to do. So that's one reason for me to be optimistic about it. And the second right. thing is, I think, with his personality type, I think he is like a plucky little bugger that he's like a, got a little bit of little man syndrome against the world. So I think that will actually you know, play into that. And everyone's written the Hawks off. There's always, there's always one surprise team per year that, you know, people overlook and. They could do it again. They, they've done it once. They can do it again. Yeah. That's, that's really. Yeah. And yeah, I'm fair, creating fair. my own segue now. I think one thing that I've actually noticed looking at this list that maybe you almost need an asterisk next to them. So if we look at this list, who are the people that are low and could rise? So for example, if we look at 50 to 40, like we already said, I said, Scotty Barnes. Then the next thing is, I would say, Trey Young, I would say, John Morant, Zion Williams would be like in that next sort of bracket. And then the next yeah. bracket above, like I'm looking at Halliburton to, to skyrocket and Banchero to move up the list. You know, you guys said Lillard could go up. I wonder if, how can I say this? So even though John Morant is lower than, Jalen Green, I still think Ja Morant's a better buy. Oh, I agree. Mm. And how I do see you, what you're trying to say? Yeah, wait. How do you grade? Almost. That? How do you delineate? Well, how that? do you how do you how do you um visualize that information yeah. on the yeah to show what direction they're heading and where 
where it's heading. Because by the way, John Moran earned his spot at 32. I think that's if you're ranking it right now, that's correct. Sure, sure. But if you're looking ahead to you know three months or six months, like Josh shouldn't be at 32. He probably should be at four. He should be where Josh Giddy is. You know, will he be playing in three months? Probably not. Mm, he's out for the first whatever 20, number 25 games 25 games yeah yeah i think he misses the first three months of the season so yeah yeah he'll be sitting around two something two two months i think it is Do you reckon he'll yeah. pull his guns out at new year's nah, nah. he'll be a, he'll be he's a, gonna go a, live somewhere he'll yeah that's it. it um on the other side of that coin trey young yeah sorry i segued from a segue that's all right i, I wanted to just go to the other side of the coin yeah, go. I um I like I think the big thing that impacts Trey Young's value and is once again the victim of the pop count. So the silver prism lasts off 217, but the pop count on the silver prism, BSA 10, is 2317. Yeah, right. Like oh, there are 12,000 base cards. It's the it's it's that year. You know what I mean? Like there's everybody's graded their trays. However, because you know. For those that aren't aware, I absolutely love color matches. The red ruby wave, which is unnumbered, has a pop count of 282 and last sold for $155. I like that. I like that. Me as a collector, I love it. And and then I got the I've got the red to 299, last sold for 677, with a pop count of 121. That says, wow, that's nearly half of them have come out back as PSA 10s. Hmm. Those two years, eh? 18, 19, 19, 20. Good quality control. Yeah, I mean, he's very... grading as well. It's I mean, easy to get Trey Young cards, right? He's mm. like always... People always selling them. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot around. So, and, and I think I think when they're selling stuff like that, it's those, those variants that are actually a good buy and aren't often valued as well in the greater community. So there are opportunities there. Like that that unnumbered ruby rate wave, the pop count's super low on it. Like it's 10% of the silver, but it's half the like it's it's almost half the price. Yeah. You go, okay, well, if, like if we're gonna see a rise in trade, grab the red one because it's got some some extra. It looks good to it. and it looks yeah. good. Correct. Yeah. I think I just talked myself into buying a tray though at 200 bucks and a guy that's gonna have open slather this year. 200. I reckon you'll be able to get pick it up cheaper too. On the open market, a PSA 10. The only problem when you look at this roster though, geez, they're thin up front. Like if yeah. Capella has a month off, what's going to happen? Who's going to be the starting center? This has been Atlanta's problem though. Fernando, like, geez, that's that's rough, man. Yeah, this has been Atlanta's problem though. They sort of, they, they really haven't developed the roster a lot. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter needs to step up and Sadiq Bay will probably be in the starting mm. lineup. I'm pessimistic on the on the Hawks as a whole. Who's going to but, start at power yeah. forward for them? DeAndre Hunter, is that what you're suggesting? Sadiq Bay, I think, will win. Trey mm. Young's playing everything. And Hunter alongside him. Yeah. Trey Young. Trey, Trey Young. power Good forward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Power Trey. Power Trey. <laughs> That's it. None of this point forward nonsense. We're getting now, the point guards to play power forward. Now, you two Aussie boys on. Giddy at 15. Let, let's talk Giddy at 15. Hang on. We've just skipped... No, we, we, we can't Are we do up that. into the... So into the what are we doing, now? 19 to 10, are we? Okay, yeah. okay, fine. We can do Giddy. That's fine. I, I thought you were going to skip oh, Darren wanna... Fox. I was going to be like, hang on a second. You no, know, we're skipping Fox. <laughs> we're Is there anyone else we wanted to talk about in that in that um, 30 to 20 bracket? Because I know you didn't want to touch a lot of it. 
Yeah, I'm I'm happy to move on. I don't. Yeah, think, look, yeah. look, there's no one there that really. I mean, God, there'll be enough talk about Wembenyana through the whole year, won't it? Won't it? Oh, Paris, and have Jeff. you got something, mate? Um, no, I kind of agree. I think Halliburton, Chet, Banchero's an interesting yeah. grouping. I think there's a lot of you could see a lot of movement out of those guys. Um, I think a lot of it is also who the NBA chooses to promote as well. You know, yeah. sort of talked about that as well. That can have massive yeah. effects on the hobby. For sure. Like Zion Mania, you know, was just NBA.com, ESPN, 80% of the page was Zion. Mm. You know, so will they do the same with um, Wimbanyama? Yeah, hell yeah, well, they will. Pro- probably. Yeah, um, I'd say they will. Unfortunately. Yeah. So if you think about the so the game that was just on recently, that was Spurs versus OKC. How much in social media did you get to direct you to watch that game? Quite a, a quite a bit. Did quite you? A bit okay. for me. Yeah. I, I didn't get any. That that was what okay. I was about to say. YouTube recommended the highlights to me. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong then. Yeah, but I'm oh. getting all the games recommended highlights at the moment. So correct, correct, correct. Yeah. 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 yeah, as soon as I finish watching one lot of highlights, the next one pops up. Yeah, right. Okay. Actually, I think they're just trying to get us back into it. It's not about the key matchups or anything. No. Yeah, it was probably more post the game for me, actually, compared to direct me to the game. It was more yeah. seeing after they uh, had the yeah. battle between him and Chet, there was a lot, everyone yeah. was talking about it. So Yeah, because sort of it could have been a fizzo. It could have been a real fizzo. It could have been like Chet made three points, got two rebounds and was benched. And then yeah. Wemby when scored two points and then Pop wrapped him up in cotton wool. But instead, they actually let them play. It was play. an awesome battle. Yeah. 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 yeah for so sure. giddy. So giddy. <laughs> Chet's teammate. 15. What? I just want to get your guys' perspective on giddy, like across there. Is he, I, like, oh. is he at the top? Is, I mean, there's been heaps of Aussie NBAs now. Like, is he, where, where is giddy on the Aussie ranking of E? Is he right up the top? They're pretty giddy about giddy. Giddy yeah. Giddy. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of um, I'm I I like him. Um, I'm sort of on on a mission to pick up a nice giddy for a, for, for a friend of mine for a Christmas present, but I don't want to overpay for it. So, and I'm finding there's a lot of you guys are paying a premium hype. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. that Aussie hype. The Stephen so, Adams effect. Yeah. Yes, Adams is the guy here for us. Yeah, uh, exactly right. Um, like this is down here. The like. You overpay for Paddy Mills because yeah. he's an Aussie. It's but I think Giddy's done everything right. He's managed his social media beautifully. Mm-hmm. He's done a lot of donation in terms of time and money to basketball camps and you know, playing for Team Australia. Like that goes a long way. And I watched him a little bit in the FIBA World Cup and still think he's got to be he, there was a quarter there where I thought he really showed his potential to be aggressive as a scorer. And that's, I think, the, the thing that's letting him down at the moment. But scoring, like he just, but he took that takeover role, which was really interesting. It is because you like he he's got the vision and passing of like it wasn't it's not like I think of like Ricky Rubio in a way. Mm. Um, that's how I see him too, more as a point forward than a scorer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he has shown those flashes of of that scoring ability too. Mm. So yeah. the dynamic, but to, and he's a but and he's big, and he, and he's a rebounder. Like he gets in there yeah. and he he get he attacks the like he crashes the boards. He, I don't know, maybe he puts on a little bit of weight and he needs to focus on embracing his inner LeBron rather than his inner Rubio. I mean, if he starts taking step back threes, like 
like Man, that. You guys are going to be drooling over this. <laughs> we'll be like, Australia's winning the, the, the yeah. Olympics. We're good. Yeah, yeah nah. So like the, I think he's that high because of that thing. Like the potential there is massive mm. for this. Like yeah, he definitely. can be I think all it's the potential of the so team. Good. I mean, the thing is, true, the, true. Yeah. is, you know, you look at SGA, him, mm. you know. Jet. Yeah, I mean, they've got th- three Williams. guys on the list that, yeah. you know, there's there's so many people on that t- on that list that you could say one good season, you know, mm. could could change a lot, you know. And we were saying earlier before, obviously the OKC is going to be a very fun, interesting team to watch. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, and you know, they're they're locked in for the next quite a while with some really good players. So, well, and they've got a draft. They've got draft picks coming yeah. out of <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like you just like lift up a seat and they're saying yeah. like, oh, there's another draft pick for OKC. Okay, so yeah, I mean they've got yeah, they got Blue Door, Giddy, yeah. SGA, mm. Chet, um... Jalen Williams looks really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think they'll be exciting, yeah. but the question is, at what point do they go from exciting to winning? Good? Yeah. yeah, I think it could be this year. Probably fairly soon, I would say. And and the 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 good part about that, or the the critical part about that is OKC need to identify when it's time to pull the trigger because there's going to come a time where they need to make a move and just throw those pick into the ring yeah. and say, there's someone big that we need. Yeah. They've got to cash the some piece. of them in, right? Yep. They can't just keep accumulating them. Correct. Like, correct. We're going to have to pay the piper at some point. And there's yep. going to be a lot of people with their hands out. Yeah. Mm. But the question is who? There'll be someone. All right. So hang on. We is there anyone else on this list that if the opportunity rose, you just in an instant just that and it's got to be relatively realistic? Like Paolo, like Orlando's never been good at making smart trades. So what? Orlando wants some more first round picks? Do they get rid nah, of Paolo? I think that nah, they're hanging on to Paolo. Yeah. I can't see them getting rid Does of him. Does he get think, unhappy and want out? I think a guy like we we're talking about Brandon Ingram before. I think that's mm. the type of guy that OKC might go for. If the Timberwolves implode, does Anthony Edwards demand a trade? Possible. I mean, mm. Cat, maybe Cat is the guy that they target. Yeah, Chet, like, break, snaps Chet in and, half and they yeah, go, Chet stuff it, let's go and get Cat. Yeah. Well, they've already failed that experiment once, but... Yeah. But Chet's good enough to sort of defend on mm. the perimeter, whereas Cat gets caught up, so he can be the more traditional on defense, at least. In this hypothetical situation, I think Cat as a five and Chet as a four would be actually be quite fine. good. For, yeah. yeah, that so, might be. They go from entertaining to scary. I think. If I mean, Chet they could just dangle well. one pick out there. Surely, I mean, Cat's going to be available soon. I think. Mm. So maybe they. I mean, Presty's the ultimate mother of doing trade. True, true. He'll, he'll probably get him rid of good price. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, something like that. I see as the guy. A sort of veteran who's been around a while, maybe a bit undervalued or not in the right situation. Presty pulls the trigger on some of that. Like a Siakam, you know, like, okay, Toronto's sort of going nowhere. Let's see if I can throw out a couple of picks here for Siakam. Something like that. Mm. That's how I sort of see that going mm. down. The sort of piece just to raise up the whole level of that Thunder squad a good well, bit. Yeah. They've got they've got the sort of ability to to do that as well i mean because yeah. they've got a good team and they've got a lot of picks so yeah. they can kind of just wait for everyone else to fall as to much pieces. as I, I i laugh about mm. it what happens if luca gets upset in dallas you throw luca. you throw the farm at it don't you yeah i think luca would have to bloody burn it down 
before they trade him, I think. And like to trade if Luka away goes Luka, and pulls a James Harden and just goes, I'm not coming in anymore. I agree, Carl. I, I don't see any scenario that Luca gets traded. It's no. just yeah. If you were the general manager, you trade a Luca that's on your name for the life. Yeah, that's on your resume. Bit, yeah, yeah, it'd be cooked. You just can't do it on talent alone, no matter how much of a winger Doncic can be. True, true. <laughs> you just put up with the whinging with the talent that he's yeah, got. That's you like have to, right? the price of doing business. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so right. going to that list 20 to 11, who do mm. you think should be there and who do you think shouldn't be there? So for Tri- me, Jeremy J. I'm like, I can't believe that guy is that high. Yeah, I agree. We're talking about Bam being a guy that doesn't want to score. Well, he had a very poor team USA outing too. Yeah. yeah it was, it was poor. Quote, yeah. Defensive um, player, you know, that sort of thing raised them up. But yeah, yeah, well, I'm quite amazed he got that high too. I think um, that's the only one of concern to me. I think the other one of concern is LaMelo Ball. I think he's got a high ceiling, but I, I, I just don't know if he's really going to get the opportunity to, to shine in Charlotte. I feel sorry for the Hornets. <laughs> Lucky Aiden is here. Um, he couldn't say anything. Yeah, I think he might be a little bit too high, but not. He's not majorly higher than what I thought he could be. Like he's still got all the off. I think if he has a good has a good season, he doesn't move. But if he has a slightly not good season, he tanks. Like he drops down the list. Yeah, I think he's fragile. I think I think he's fragile. He's got to put his money where his mouth is. He's in the same draft class as was it Edwards? Yeah. So they've been in there up four years now. So yep. it's getting so, towards that time. Anthony Edwards is like everyone's like this is the year. This is he's going to explode. And and Lamelo's like do something, kid. Just do something, please. I, I just feel that when that draft class came out, Wiseman didn't get a lot of hobby love, and the popularity of Lamelo off the court with social media really mm. drove his popularity with hobby wise. And I think the way that he had that sort of flashy passes and, you know, the highlight plays that he made, I think that really influenced his hobby value. Mm. And now my sort of gut feeling, obviously like we've come off this, you know, massive sort of downturn in the hobby, but is LaMelo ball just going to be consistently going down the next couple of years? Let's just say he goes down 3% per year, the next say five Mm -hmm. years. I can easily see that just because of how yeah. high he was and just the team, like the team fit thing again, like Charlotte's just in this. Yeah. They're, not, they're just not going to have the the results to keep him relevant at the same level yeah. year after yeah. year after year. He's just going to, there'll be a new class, a new class, a new class. Mm. And then you go, geez, it was six years ago that Lamelo was a rookie. Yeah. What's he up to these days? <laughs> yeah. It'll be there. The <laughs> yeah. Like my Back last in the year. NBL. <laughs> My sort of two lasting takeaways from Lamelo is that I I didn't really understand the hype at the time. Like mm. I was fine that people were excited. Like I get all that. Like I'm not having to go at people, but I just I didn't really understand the prices for the player. That's one part of it. The second part that I wanted to add to this though is that when he did make the All Star team, he played with basically like the best five. He was amazing and everything worked and he was just in the right places at the right time and he was mm-hmm. setting people up and he knows how to run a ball club. So I think taking what Paris is saying, if he does get moved to the right situation and he's the like the Aaron Gordon of the Denver Nuggets where he's the third best player, yeah, you know, he'll win a championship. Like There's no sort of arguments about that. But I look, I think 
LaMelo Ball right now is probably the 17th hottest player in the NBA, but, you know, in a couple of years' time, I'd be very concerned about that. that... I'd be in a few months' time. There's a chance like, there's a chance that Charlotte's got that much bad press around and, like, they're just going to be that bad this year. Yeah. Hmm. I think, I, think I don't a... know. Yeah, he's a good player. I mean, I think, I think he was a bit artificially high because hmm. of all the other stuff that was surrounding him, you know. Ball, he's got his brothers there, his dad's famous for being in, you know, what same guy, big, yeah, big Jordan, or you know, there's just all the dumb stuff that goes around. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think sure. he he's he's probably gonna end up in that sort of maybe like Dame range at 30, where he's a good player, yeah. everyone knows he's a good player, but hasn't really done a whole lot. And but he's reliable and he's a constant performer, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff, you know. But yeah. I don't think he's gonna set the world on fire. He'll make the all-star team and then all of a sudden he'll throw a couple of flashy passes on all-star weekend and there'll a couple of highlight real things happen. He'll be in plays of the week, but if he doesn't succeed and he stays sort of he'll be yeah, he's yeah, I just don't see under a, the radar. A world where Lamello chase rookie cards are gonna be competing with the other top guy rookie cards you know for consistently well yeah. i reckon there are players in that 30 to 20 range that that have the potential to overtake Lamelo in the spotlight mm. oh yeah. yeah i mean if i was going to put 100 but i'd put it into banchero halliburton yep. or chet yeah miles before i'd put it into mm. Lamelo at, at the current sure um, returns you know? yeah so if if you take that point so a halliburton at the moment sitting around the 300 mark Lamelo Ball's currently sitting at 500. Hmm. Now, if you want a horror story about collecting basketball cards, so the peak, the all-time high for Lamelo Ball is 6,500. It's currently trading at 512. Like, it's just, you know. At least it's not Mac Jones in the NFL. <laughs> it was sort of Zion numbers. Hey, do you guys know the Mac Jones one? Yeah. Can I on. just, Can I know on. nothing about NFL at all. I just saw that it was like the the biggest decrease in yeah, it's like, it was 90, like it's like 98%. It was like 10 grand to 10. It was 10 grand to 10 bucks. Yeah. yeah. It's like went from Zion levels to Anthony Bennett overnight. Yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> bad. Pretty bad. Really bad. <laughs> so did, what was the percentage? Speaking of which, I've got, oh, I've, got a, I've got a present for something. Because this is minus 92%. here. What did you say? That Mac one? Jones. Yeah. Oh, it was like ninety-eight percent or something. Oh, right. Okay, so we have still crazy. got six more cent percent to go over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that case, it's going to be there pretty soon, I reckon. <laughs> I just wanted to say, in a in a positive note, of who's in this top ten? Jamal. Oh, yeah, Murray sorry, we're like we're 11. just like crapping all over these guys. That's all right. Yeah, Number I'm surprised 11, at Jamal, Jamal Murray. Murray. I'm proud of this. I actually, I feel like this is um, that we're yeah. basketball savants and we appreciate, you know, good basketball players. I was that's, honestly, that's yeah. how I feel about that. I thought the same yeah. thing. That's yeah. good. Good. That's a good spot. I, I yeah. think Jamal Murray is a really, uh, yeah. Is he right. the best? Is he the best buy? If you're just purely on buying it, just the, is he the best buy in the NBA? Like coming in at eleven on our list. Like, is he the best buy? He, he, his pop look. counts won't be that high. Or was he 15, 16, 17? 15, 16. Off the top of my head, I still think it's Edwards. I'm I'm gonna stick with that. But let me look at some numbers and I'll, I'll like get back yeah. to you. But the only Pop thing count is, of one ninety five is a silver I prism. I think his stuff is actually yeah. sells for a lot higher than what you'd 16, expect. 17. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that's last last sold silver prism two hundred and six dollars. Oh, okay. 
won a championship, second best player on a championship team. If he play, he'll play for Canada next year at the Olympics too. So cheaper than Halliburton, cheaper than Lamelo Ball, cheaper than Edwards. Pop count's mm. going to be way lower than all those. Guys. Mm. Do you remember how when he was injured, he just plateaued and didn't tank? Yeah, but he was mm. out for a whole year. But man, 50-point games in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Clutch performance. His all-time high was in that crazy period is around 1,500 US, 1,500, 1,600 US. But he kept hovering around the 150 to 200 mark for such a long time. But he time. hasn't been an all-star. He's had some pretty average regular seasons, right? But come playoff mm. time, he's a dude that steps up. Yeah, mm. true. Cheaper than Trey Young at the moment, too. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, he's a champion. Okay, look, maybe through the playoffs he the best... peaked at five hundred. Yeah. I think you're onto something here, Kyle. Well, just coming out of eleven, I was like, "Wow, that stood out to me." Mm. And I thought the guy in front of him, Anthony Davis, would have been low. There's a lot of hate him from Lakers fans on Davis, even though he is. It's just that the he's a tough thing. one to rate, though. You know, yeah, he is. Because you don't being... know when the Lakers are going to get fed up and just trade him. No, that's not going to happen. You'll just be injured and won't play a game for two years. Mm. And then think... LeBron says he's the face of the franchise. It's pretty interesting. He kind of has to. <laughs> but I mean, I think, you know, when Barkley called him street clothes, I think that just stuck with him. You know, for, <laughs> for two What was long. it? Bill Simmons called him Anthony every other Davis. <laughs> yes, that's a good one, too. <laughs> love, love that. When we say day to Davis. Day to Davis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, those two guys, yeah, they, they're interesting. But he's, he, it, he does yeah. remind me a lot of Dwight Howard, you know, to be mm. honest. A bit. Like peak Dwight. Love him or hate him sort of stuff. Yeah, I mean, you look at you look at the accolades that Dwight Howard's got. I mean, mm, pretty amazing. Um, but he was kind of quite maligned as well, you know. Yeah. And yeah, like once Davis, he once he left Orlando, he was yeah. He, Anthony Davis has always been injury prone. Mm. Yeah, I find yeah. it interesting that KD is twelve and not above, say, an AD. Like Murray, maybe warranted. Yeah, mate. It's not a heap of love for Kevin Durant in the hobby world, though. True, true, and that and but that's of his own doing, right? That's his yeah. image. That's, that's his, the worrious thing. The bandwagon jumping. Back. Yep. Yeah. Always goes back. To yeah, that. made his own cupcakes. He can. <laughs> it's quite funny because like you then you got Jimmy at nine who I, I love Jimmy Butler, but he's forced his way out of teams. Cause he's you know he's what what about unlucky number thirteen, Jason Tatum? Championship. I thought Jalen Brown was quite high too, actually. I've you always know? had them very close, those two. Um mm. but yeah, you're right. Tatum's the face of the franchise, but Brown yeah. keeps putting in a case for being potentially the best player on that team. If he could just go second, left, I think, best, right? Yeah. That's the problem. <laughs> I, I want to go on record here to say that I didn't have Jimmy Butler rated this high. So I, I think you other two lads must have had Jimmy Butler like 100 on everything, to be honest. I definitely did. I was riding that Miami run. He gave him that right, fucking Cade Cunningham stuff. I love Jimmy Butler, man. Like okay. if he was on the Pistons. Yeah. And it shows. I just love characters in the game. I love it. This I, I is agree. the problem with the small sample size, right? Like, you yeah, know, yeah, true, yeah. True. <laughs> everything statistically <laughs> significant. <laughs> what yeah. did you think of his emo haircut? Yeah, I love everything he does, man. <laughs> he well, could, I think Carl's could... right. You need those yeah. people in the league. You look like one of the yeah. guys from Outcast. Yeah. yeah. Andre, Andre 3000. Andre the yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, um, I was waiting for him to just break into song. Yeah, hey, uh, video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love Jimmy Butler, man. If he took out the championship last year, to me, that was oh, the best individual performance. Like God's status. Through a playoff. <laughs> yeah. Anyone, ever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. If you objectively look at this list, though, who would you put ahead of him now that we've done these rankings? Jason Tatum. Austin Rose. I mean, KD should be in front of him. Really. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you're not like 100 percent like blind about this. Yeah. I just love Jimmy. Butler. Oh yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I I think I think the, the um the not winning the chip is is sort of relevant. Mm. Like it would have. Yeah. I think that bumps him up quite a bit. Yeah. Like if you put for me, if you had Butler at 14, and then yeah. that, and then Giddy was below Butler. And then Embiid was higher than Butler. I'd be fine with that. And the rest of the list, you know, sort of here and there. That's sort of mm. like where, like, I'm not offended that Butler's at nine, but maybe he's just a couple of spots sort of too high. But yeah. do you know, I was just thinking about Jamal yeah. Murray. Maybe the other reason why he's so low, though, is because he's the ultimate number two. Because he's, he's Robin. He's yeah. Robin. Yeah. And that does affect your hobby value. Well, what? So do you, who do you comp him against then? The ultimate number two would be what, Scotty, probably. right? God is the ultimate number. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, on this, so on this list, the other number two that's easy for me to identify is Demontis Sabonis. Mm. Paul Zingas is a number three. Anthony Davis. Yep. Not according to LeBron. Yeah, no. <laughs> Desmond Bain's a number two on this list. Jaden Ivey's a number two. The only person that's five ones is really Trey Young, I reckon. He's number one at all the spots, really. He's going to have Wait. to be. He's going to have to be if Atlanta are going to be successful. Mm. I think Dwayne Wade has a sort of case for the number two, but he at, at times he was the number one as well. So. But that's what being the ultimate number two is, right? When the number one needs a chop out, you can step up. Yeah, because he was the number one, but he was so young when they won that first championship when Shaq sure. came over. Yeah, but, you know, he, he was Shaquille definitely O'Neal. number two. <laughs> Shaq's the ultimate that's number two. Yeah. <laughs> That's questionable. Such a good number two that he was winning finals MVPs instead of the... <laughs> so selfless. Uh... So I've done my one to 10 breakdown already. So I think I should leave the floor to you three gentlemen, to be honest. I reckon, well, we sort of need to wrap it up soon. Let's... We're Adam, nearly bordering on Adam two hours, gonna come right? in, Yeah, Adam's yeah. going to come in firing with his Luca Dontrich. Let's go, Adam. What do you got? I just think this is the year to Luca. Just everyone that bought the, how many are we up to? Twenty thousand Lucas yet? Same problem as the 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 Zion hype. I think it's a slower burn on the steaming pile that is Zion, and I think Luca's going to, courtesy of Kyrie Irving, have a terrible season with them. I think the Mavericks are going to suffer. I think they're really struggling to put people around Luca, and and this might be the year that the the Mavericks just don't. That are they're not in it. I, I, I think I that think hurts gonna, Luca. I don't think it's going to matter. No, I don't think it will because I th- I think even if the Ma- Mavericks do suck, Luca's still going to get stats and people will still like him. For... Does he win the MVP? Nah, his team's not yeah. going to be good enough. I, I think he's got a little bit of a different measuring stick, to be honest, and just where he's placed in the in the hobby. How do you, how, all right? So how do you value Luca? So my my biggest concerns are pop count, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, lack of like any substance to him aside from the fact that he's Luca and he leads his country on one, like he's the only standout player for his country. So he draws that extra attention on the international stage. And he's a, he's more of a fun guy than Kawhi. Like he actually like, well, I think the NBA will push him. 
yeah that, that'll be a big part of it and but for how know, long surely surely there comes a time where they they pull the pin I think his team is bad enough that people will just blame the the rest of the roster and the coach mm. too okay that they won't take like Luke is going to be the last person to blame about everything around him and the team right I just right. guys, so the guys, hey, guys, we need to temper this conversation. Like, you need to understand Adam's like um, one-eyed like bias here. So, look, if you um, show Je- is of, it jealousy or what? What is it? If no. you showed a game of basketball, I just think he's someone, overrated. No, no, but if you showed a game of basketball to someone who'd never seen basketball before, and you said on the Dallas Mavericks, who is the best player? Every single person would say it's Luka Doncic. Like, he's ball handling, he's yeah. shooting, his composure, his vision across the court. And what does Adam say? Who are the Dallas it's Christian Wood who's got the latest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but like, and no, that, it's, that does feed into. Kyrie Irving. I normally go, isn't that coach? Did the coach used to play for them? Yeah. yeah he He's going to turn that he franchise did. around 360 degrees. Be, be, best rookie comment ever. One thing oh, I gosh. will agree with Adam on here is that it's really hard to build around Luca. I think that's the common theme that's coming out here. Mm. He takes up the, a lot of space. And, yeah, and yeah. whether that is yeah. a personality thing, like I think that whole thing with Paul Zingas, the reporting on that wasn't, as far as I'm concerned, wasn't good enough. There was like a real rift between those two, yeah. and whether it was like a cultural thing that they couldn't resolve it between the Latvian and the, you know, Slovenian. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that's a real thing. And sure. So oh God, it's that whole um, Vlade Drazen Petrovic. Yeah, it's, drama it's, it's, all over again. It totally is right, and mm. like that does matter when you're trying to build an NBA team and. So now what's the front court that the Mavs are now left with Grant Williams and like a couple of rookies? Like that's nightmare stuff. So it's, who do you blame, right? I, I think, is it like, is Luca so shitty and acts like a diva because of the, what the management have put around him? Or is it the players are reacting because of what, how Luca is like, where's the, the cause here? It's I think, there, I think both, there's a, right? yeah, there's gotta be a, a bit of both. There yeah. has to be. Yeah. They should just they should just sign as much as that of that Slovenian team as they possibly can to contracts. Get their coach over, yeah. Get rid and just run the Slovenian team and the thing. He, it would it, it could it could it could even work. It actually might, yeah. It, it, actually it would be funny because they're used to playing with been, them, right? Yeah, mm. but their team building's been really bad. It's yeah. been really bad. So I think until he actually gets the right fit. Of players around them, then then you can go. Okay, you're still not performing. Now it's on. And like Mark Cuban, yeah. and and I don't want to. I don't want to 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 kind of soften my blow a little bit. But like, I, I don't really have anything against him. I, and I I just don't. I don't think he's earned the act like the level yeah. that everybody the pedestal everyone's put him on. There's no MVPs. He's done like he hasn't done enough to warrant it. Like you look at other players in this list at this at this end of the like Edwards, all right, fine. But we go the rest of the top five. LeBron James, enough said, right? Yeah. Steph Curry, Jokic. I think I think Jokic as far as like what he's done in the game. We got the top four right, lads. I'll definitely say that. Giannis is a is literally a freak of nature. And 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 Steph Curry transformed the game. Like I we talked about it on the show when we were talking about that triple logo man, and so I I don't like the Luca on there, and and I make jokes about it, but Steph warranted, 
accolades, achievements. Giannis, warranted accolades, achievements. They've both been to the mountain and won. Mm. And what's Luca done? Watch them win. Like he hasn't done enough to, yeah, to I, warrant I'll being there. I'll get you. I, and, I, I and, yeah. and, and until he starts getting those results and help, if the Dallas Mavericks are going to suck this year, go for the MVP. Get your personal accolade. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I think they're going to be too bad to, that he's not even in consideration. Kyrie yeah. is going to flatten him like he did the Earth. The man, the Mavericks no. aren't making the playoffs. There's too many good teams. In, in well, they the went from being in prime prime position to make the playoffs, acquired Kyrie Irving, and managed to manufacture getting out of the playoffs. I tell you, Luca, if someone's going to drop, it's going to be him in their top five, right? And and I don't want him to, but the the other factors are there's a gazillion of his base card in PSA ten, like the pop counts are insane. He came from that crazy year where there was just too many cards. Mm. Um, yeah, I just oh, I think the thing is know. like the NBA always wants a great white hope guy. But the, the fact of the matter is, mm. it's actually Jokic. They, yep. would, they really want it to be Luka. And last season, it was proven it was Jokic. Jokic. It's yep. actually Jokic. For the, for the fans, you know, they, mm. they know. But yep. for the, you know, the, the mindless watchers, they really want it to be Luka. But you, you look heard at the, the you look Joker. at the Instagram and the and the <laughs> and like the, the the reels and the clips and stuff, and you see Jokic playing around like he's hey. actually a character. Hey, Jokic, uh, we've got this big uh, promo lined up for you in the off-season. Uh, can you just shoot down um, to lay? Oh, hang on. No, I'm just watching the horse racing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. You, yeah, you heard all those interviews. That's his appeal, like, though, finals. to me. Yeah. That's why I like him, because he... Do you like his draft footage where he's yeah. at the bottom of the ticker? The <laughs> <Okay. laughs> showing Taco a commercial. Yeah. yeah, and he's, he's he shows an element of disinterest and disdain. Yeah, the, definitely. For the cr- the crap that goes along with it, he he's all business. Yeah, you know, and then he goes home. Yeah, goes to work and he does his job so well. Yeah, I don't think really anyone you know is as as well rounded as he is, mm. and he doesn't buy into any of the off court crap at all. He's and that's the reason Embiid won the MVP last year because they didn't mm. want to give him another one. Yeah, and he didn't. He wouldn't even care. Correct. Yeah. You know, which is yeah. quite tough from, yeah. you know, you can see it in like other things like with UFC and things like that, where they've mm. got a champion that um, is basically unmarketable, you know, and they're, because they're boring or they've got no edge or anything like that. And that's just the worst thing for that division because they can't sell pay-per-views mm-hmm. because there's, there's no casual fan interest, even though they may be one of the best fight technical fighters in the world. It's just like, as he said, I don't see him in my social reel. What's what? He's not talking any crap. There's no hype. There's no none of that. And yeah. Jokic is absolutely zero hype. He's all killer, no filler. Yeah, you know. And it, I just don't think they know what to do with him. So question there, right? So you go back a few seasons, and we're going. We jump in this time machine. Is Kawhi landed up near the top of the list, but he's just unlovable in the hobby because he's just that boring. He's mostly well known for that dumb laugh, right? Yeah. I mean, like, when he was uh, in Toronto. <laughs> I mean, that's what Just most like, of the kids are known for. It's certainly not highlights. But he's he's such, fundamentally, he's an amazing basketballer. Yeah. And he's like finals MVPs, championships, 
but just not marketable. Yeah, and, and the the whole wrist thing, eh? All the wrestling gets blamed on him. With uh, oh look, there's a soft tissue injuries and yeah. the the management there. I think they still he's still in the background, sort of blames San Antonio, like the the training staff for he, screwing he, up his soft tissue has, stuff. Yeah, he has to take some of that on. Like, yeah, he's got. A, I'm not suiting up for the second half of the game. It's like grow up, grow. Yeah. You, you like you're a professional athlete. You need to manage this. Yeah, well, what did Sabonis play through all last season? He played through with a. Uh, did he had a broken uh, bone in his toe or something mm. the whole but season? But that could be the Jokic like factor. Like Kawhi is just like, no, nah, this is my job, not my life. Yeah. And he's good at his job, but he's not going to wreck himself, his, his personal life for it. Yeah. But Jokic turns up no matter what, puts on that. And then Murray there. shows up and they win chip. Yeah. He, he has more than zero people helping him and the Nuggets are scary. Now that's awesome, lads. I think we wrapped that up there. And um, I mean, the, the, the top three are pretty obvious, I guess. Yeah, but Steph Curry at number one. Let's give him some love. See, that's oh. the thing. I don't, he doesn't do anything for me. It's like, okay, here's a good question if you had a hundred dollars to invest in three players mm. in the top 10, how who would you pick and how would you split it purely um, from ROI at the season's end? Whatever. To make money, or yeah, to what? make money, to make money. I'd pick LeBron, Steph. $100 on each? And I'd take no, no, $100 total. So how are you going to cut it amongst three? Yeah, LeBron, Steph. I mean, it's just fictitious. could be 1000 yeah. could be 10000 whatever. Just yeah. how, are you, how are you going to allocate X? And I'll take a punt on Edwards. So what did you huh? say? LeBron, Curry, LeBron's, Edwards. Yeah. LeBron, you can't, you can't go wrong. Same with Steph. He's, he's like, I mean, has he got we, the trajectory? Still, mm. yeah, he's still got. He's got. He really, Steph's got the twenty-year trajectory. I reckon. I think. I think when in twenty years, if we did an all-time of this, Steph's in the top ten still. To me, because I remember talking about Hall of Fame. Who should be in the Hall of Fame? Who shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame? Do like you go? You turn this top ten into a, an all-time, and I go. LeBron's still there. Curry's still there. Giannis is probably there. Kobe and MJ are there. Yeah, that's. Do you know what I mean? Like he's gonna be there. He plays such an important store, part of the story of basketball. And I think he's part of that narrative. I have to, even though he's pretty boring off the court, he's you know a goody two shoes type guy. Yeah. But yeah, man, what he he revolutionised the game. Don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. And he's very lovable too. Like, so would you split it evenly, Carl? Between Curry, LeBron, yeah. I'd, I'd do. No, I'd, like, do, I'd grab a curry. I'd spend half of it on a curry. And the other two, I'd grab it. I'd go stuff it and get a Booker and a and a, a Booker or Booker or SGA. And Edwards is the other one. Yeah, yeah. I'd take a punt and then go on those days, mate. Hmm. But I think Curry, Curry's my safe money, so I'll just put half. Yeah, in. yeah. Curry's safe as. My answer is. I'm talking that... about for one season. Oh, for one season. Yeah. Oh well, that, then we're not investing that. Then oh, we're going to go I'll Giannis go instead. <laughs> I'll go I was like, these are some weird takes, basically all all time. Looking twenty years, I was like, no, no, need like into the season. Yeah. So, so ah. if it, if it's just one season, <laughs> the answer is easy: just all in on Edwards, and you're yeah, either gotta pick gonna three. lose, win the lot, or lose <laughs> a lot. You know, the rules yeah. of the game, Russell. You got to pick three. You can do 98, uh, 98 bucks on, three, on, on ninety-eight on bucks one and one <laughs> dollar dollar. Yeah, ninety-eight on Edwards, dollar on SGA. I'm going. Yeah. Uh, I'm going fifty on Giannis. Uh, 30 on Booker and 20 on Edwards. At all time, I would just go to LeBron because I think if you had 
a LeBron autograph or a LeBron patch that's game worn. I think that's just something you put into your vault and never comes out, you know. So. If Phoenix win the chip, what does Booker do? Oh, he his prices go up. Booker, yeah. And the depends on what sort of role. Like, does mm. he is he like is it KD? Is he winning the finals MVP or is KD? That's the question. Yeah. yeah. So how how much of an impact does he? So mm. Booker's at one three fifty at the moment. All-time high of 7,055. Pre-pandemic, he was sitting around the 480 mark. Um, I don't know. I don't have the stomach for that type of... I like That's... Edwards because he's the main guy, right? And Booker's yeah. got Katie and Bill. Paris, who, who are you? Who would, what would you do? Um, if it's the one yeah, year... I, I, if it's one year, I'd put the money on Denver to repeat, potentially. So I'd probably go Jokic... Giannis, because I think they will have a lot of highlight plays with Dame. Yeah. So I think there'll probably be a lot of interest and they could go quite deep. And I like I like Anthony Edwards, but I think I think SGA probably. Mm. Just because I think that team's going to be fun to watch and they'll probably make the playoffs. Be a bit more on the map. Yeah. So, okay, so he's a great he's you a need great to make player. the playoffs this young core for that to happen, like for yeah. through. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd say so. I they mean, need to surprise the fans kind of thing. Surprise well, the, the not fans, I guess. Yeah, they just need to get on a few more radars. But, I mean, you yeah. know, SGA is an awesome player. Um, so, yeah, you know, I think he's... They've suffered from that, you know, we're trash for quite a while. What the hell are they doing? And now it's like, oh, so that's what they're up to. And now they've got a ton of good people. And they're nipping at the heels of, you know, good teams as well and have pretty pretty solid core for the next while so i think they're, they're um this could be a good year for them for sure oh uh, russ any uh parting words before we sign off here i think two hours of me talking's enough man <laughs> that's my closing words <laughs> yeah fair enough <laughs> you've had enough of me yeah when it's us we always go long that's just how we roll <laughs> and um we could have gone longer, Adam. You doing? You missed out on the whole on two hours. So he's just picking up steam at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah I'm, I'm getting questions. ready for the next hour. What's going on? Why are we wrapping up? Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll be on time for the next one. I promise. No, nah, all, all good, mate. I uh, appreciate you guys coming on. Then, yeah, um, it's great. Uh, to thank, see. Thanks for having us. It's great. It's um, a lot of fun, and I'm glad I got to spread the the the, the Luca hate. I mean, um, <laughs> give some thoughts. It comes yeah. from a pure place. That's the main it's thing. It. It's, yeah, it's all. And we'll um, heart. we love yeah, you, Luca. And we'll keep these rankings going up in every month mm. of the season. So it'll be we'll probably go back to this little podcast and uh, see what we For see. Yeah. yeah, see, you know, oh shit, we got that one wrong. Or I'll know. be listening to this on double speed at least. There's no way I'm sitting through two hours of this, man. <laughs> I've got a long train ride, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, thanks for that, boys. I thanks, legends. Sign off there and. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we'll uh, catch up soon. Right, good night, boys. Thanks, guys. Later, y'all. Bye-bye. Cheers, lads. Yeah.